I've been playing. I've been playing through Silent Hills in the same way I did like all the Resident Evils, and uh, it's it's been fucking. It's been great, man. But the, but the, the the nurses from that were made iconic in Silent Hill Two also exist in Silent Hill One, but they don't have those weird swollen pussy faces that they do in, in, in Silent Hill Two. Uh, they just have right, back. Right, they, have, right. they, have, they have back nasties. Like they have these giant weird throbbing humps on their back, and when you beat them to death with whether it's a claw hammer, a hatchet. Um, a crowbar, maybe maybe a couple shotgun blasts in the face. You just watch their back nasties throb. And throughout the entire stream last night, every time I killed one, I thought of you guys, and I missed you a little bit. <laughs> when you said swollen oh, okay. pussy faces, it just made me think Amy Schumer faces. Like, that's immediately <laughs> in my head. Uh, well, I mean, I I mean she, she always does look like she's been stung by bees, and she always talks about her pussy. Yeah. But I can see how you yeah, can make that connection. Those two things, exactly. Yeah, yeah, ipso, ipso facto. It's, it's like six <laughs> degrees of Kevin Bacon, but disgusting. <laughs> six degrees of Amy yeah. Schumer's swollen pussy face. Six, six hundred degrees of Kevin Bacon. We just put the poor guy in the oven, and that's what he looks like when he comes out. Uh, oh, no. Some yeah. Some Gretel shit. I gotta, I gotta say, though, man, like, I know I've been singing his praises in, in the... Uh, the sinister dicks chat, but holy shit, Silent Hill holds up well, boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's still tank controls, but it's, it's way more fluid. The combat's way more generous than Resident Evil. It doesn't punish you uh, for not being able to see what you're aiming at um, because of like fixed camera angles. And yeah. holy shit, the puzzles make me feel like I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm a brilliant when I when I solve it. It's the dumbest <laughs> stuff, but it's so like low key and environmental. You have to be like super aware, hyper aware of your surroundings. And the attention to detail, man, like in a game this old is incredible. Every area that I explore that's off the beaten path rewards me in some unique way with more ammo or, yeah. you know, um, uh, a key that unlocks a building where there's an ammo storage halfway mm-hmm. across the town. It's just a brilliantly designed game. If you guys haven't played it, isn't Silent uh, Hill speaking of puzzles, isn't there actually two difficulties for Silent Hill games? Like there's the, the like combat difficulty and then puzzle difficulty and you select th- one for each. I think they implemented that in two because I'm okay. playing I'm playing one right now and it just gave me an overall difficulty to yeah. select. But oh, I do like that so as well. Juice. Yeah, I can't I can't wait. I haven't played two since I was like 12 years old. I never played shit. through them know. and I always wanted to. It's Kojima. I love Kojima. I love like weird fucking J horror, but it's like yeah. that was Kojima. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. I actually didn't know I think that. so. Let me double check that. I'm going to feel dumb if not. Big time. Big, big, big time. Slap the base. Big time. Uh, no, I love you, man. Come on, I, not, see, I, 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 I thought, I thought Kojima had only it's, it holds up. I it thought Kojima had up. only done PT. That, that was my maybe I'm may, one of us is a waterhead. Probably me. That's my secret cap. That's no, it's not Kojima. Yeah. You're right. I, I was totally wrong. He was supposed to make one uh, oh. with yeah. PT, and then that's when him and Konami separated. Yeah. Okay, but but, they, but they've been teasing that there's a a, a great conjunction coming. Uh, we might actually get a Kojima horror game after all, which I think his his style of over the top storytelling would lend itself so well to the horror genre. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I never, I personally never really got to get my hands on PT, but watching playthroughs, it's horrifying. Like you can imagine, that 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 demo changed the face of survival horror. Like, yeah. It gave us like first per like half half of the indie games that are out now are because of PT. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, did we ever uh, come to a conclusion on Visage slash Visage slash Visage? I'm 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 just gonna say Visage because I feel like being a cunty today. It's early. It's a Sunday. (laughs) Sounds French. Makes you sound smart. People who say Visage are the same people that say scenario. Scenario. You know what I mean? You know who you are. (laughs) 
I uh, I was smirking during that conversation, and I have a story to tell about Silent Hill too, actually. But you said conjunction, and I immediately thought of Schoolhouse Rock, and then my brain, uh, in its magnificent inner workings, started making a song. Wait, was it, was it Come Junction Junction? Actually, no. It was <laughs> oh, Conjunction Junction. What's your function? And then I was incorporating. Amy Schumer and your swollen puss face. <laughs> I, don't, I was just wrapping it back. Okay. Uh, right. So, so I actually have great memories of Silent Hill Two. I think Two is one of the only Silent Hills I played. I didn't play a lot of the others, but uh, and this is the second time I've mentioned Bob in the past handful of podcasts. But my brother-in-law Bob and I. Thank you, Bob. Um, Here goes Bob. Like, thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Uh, we, he was not dead. I don't like kiss my fingers. He was. Uh, yeah, what are you fucking a rod? Are you a baseball player? Just hit a grand that's slam. That's, 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 that's what you do when one of the when one of the bullies is passed on. You kiss to heaven. But, uh, but Bob's still alive. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, like, yeah, that's what I, said. Oh. I don't know. I don't know why I did that. He's still alive. <laughs> what if you somehow knew and I right, didn't, right. and you told and me like no. I have to make sure I get the video version of this out. That's what Bob gets for telling you about the time he, he bummed your sister. Yeah. You hear that, Bob? <laughs> you're canonically dead on the podcast yeah, yeah. now, I was bro. Say, you hear that, Bob? You're dead, Bob. <laughs> uh, uh, legitimately, I love you, Bob, very much. Also, uh, I'll have to make sure I get the video version up quickly for this week. And I apologize to the viewers. I have been slacking real hard because life's been... Uh, well, busier than usual. I think like the last two or three I haven't put up. Don't on, you dare on apologize so gotta, to them and all, I gotta, for all your hard work. I got to put on my big boy britches and really batten down the hatches. You See, know what it is? Anytime you, we have a problem in our recording and it cuts in the middle, I'm like, I don't want to fucking mix that episode. <laughs> <laughs> the video versions of the ones that have an issue in the middle are so fucking tedious. Anyway, I have a story. ADD story, Jelly. So, mm-hmm. uh, Bob had Silent Hill 2. And him and I were playing it together. And when I say together, I mean, like, he would play for, like, an hour. And then he would give me that. We were just passing it back and forth. But we were together in the same room at his house. And we were playing at night. The next morning, we both wanted to play so bad that we got comforters and hung them up over the windows in the living room. So it would be fucking dark and scary. And he had the surround sound system. And I remember when the radio, when things come around. And it was fucking terrifying, but we were like together and we were having a blast with it. And it's one of my favorite video game memories of like putting stuff over the window so we could play Silent Hill 2 in the fucking dark and be scared. Um, Did you mention that in your eulogy uh, to Bob? (laughs) 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 Or did you etch it on his tombstone? I had a really good time playing Silent Hill with you that one time. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I guess I just got to go right into it. Welcome. Oh, oh no! Oh no! No! Oh, no! By the no, way, no! 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 Go ahead. <laughs> last episode, I said welcome three times, and then Scott said, "Oh, he only said it twice," and then I did it again. I just, I just I, believed. I, 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 just I think, I think one of your welcomes got cut out when we were having mic issues. So I only heard two. Oh, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> uh, here, here. So, oh, welcome, yeah. welcome, welcome to uh, the. <laughs> TCN, the Corona Nerd uh, <laughs> podcast. This is Reads, Readers, and Reviews. Uh, oh, you got sorry. a cooler full of Reed. beer right there, don't you? Yeah, you're, you're getting dangerous. Reads, Reads, yeah. Ronas, and Reviews. Thank <laughs> you for the sponsor this week, boys. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. 
This is episode 35. 35. I know every time we have another episode, I'm like astonished that the number's still going up. It's an yeah. accomplishment. We're getting you, up you were like that even you're like, episode four. Damn, that's four of them. <laughs> that's one more than three, right, gang? We're doing people this, guys. Yeah. People haven't canceled us yet. <laughs> I feel like if enough people listened, we would have been we canceled absolutely 20 episodes been. <laughs> I, uh, well, It's almost like we is, have to uh, hope we don't take off because then it'll happen. No, we just got to get to that, gonna... that Bill Burr level of success where by the time we have uh, you know, a, an active fan base that, that gives a fuck, uh, we have such a large back catalog and when people get mad about something, we just be like, oh, shut the fuck up. There's like... 400 other episodes where we don't yeah. say that. Shut up. Yeah, I was yeah. on Conan. I mean, what have you done lately, asshole? Oh, Conan's uh, retiring. Uh, oh, yeah, he, he did. His last oh, episode happened. Yeah. Whoops. I just, oh, watched, no. I just watched his goodbye speech the other night on YouTube, and it was uh, very nice. He didn't cry. I always want them, selfishly, want them to get emotional and cry. I'm like, come on, bitch. I've been waiting for you. You've been on the air for how long? <laughs> Shed some tears, you giant ginger. Uh, anyway, Conan's fucking hilarious. He is. And uh, he deserves his retirement. And uh, he had a good run. I, it was always weird to me that Conan went to TBS. He actually mentioned it in his sign-off speech. Uh, he was like, we went to TBS because the guy that approached me to do the show was fantastic. And he promised me that TBS would always let me do whatever we wanted. And he never broke his promise. We were always allowed to do every bit of content we thought we wanted to put out. He never told me it was too far. I was like, OK, good for you. Something yeah, that I was like cool. not to get to, to, you know, not to hyper fixate on something that's not at all in this document whatsoever. But something I was watching, uh, uh, it, it was... Um, it was like Tom Segura and Joe Rogan and someone else. And they were all talking about basically like being a uh, daily show host of any of any of them. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, whatever. Yeah. And as much as like most of them suck, there's something super, super uh, like respectable about coming up with new content every fucking day. Like most comedians literally yeah. perfect their their yearly tour stand up like throughout that year of touring. And it's like it's almost right. like when they're starting off, it's not done yet. So they usually uh, film their specials towards the end of it because then they kind of get into the groove. They know what audiences like and what audiences right. don't like. And like to have a whole new set of jokes every night of the week is just like, I don't know. That's it's just crazy to me. Really I mean, is. obviously, and they have a, a writer's room. But yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't diminish the fact that like it's consistently funny every fucking day. You know, yeah. that's tough. Well, the thing is, like, Conan was a well-known and well-respected writer on SNL. So, I mean, he cut his teeth right. on SNL back when it was fucking funny still. Yeah. And then you have no doubt that somebody of that caliber, somebody who's that quick, and you see him, like, there's no way that the interviews are, are staged. He's just a quick, funny, yeah. charismatic guy. So you know that when he goes in the writer's room, it's not something where everyone rolls their fucking eyes like, oh, here come the suits. It's like, great. We have another collaborator here who gives a fuck, who's going to help us put this show you know, uh, up a tier, you know, like make sure we're hitting the, hitting those marks every night. He uh, also makes yeah. a cameo in death stranding, which both of you would know if you played enough of it to get that far. Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien is, is in death stranding. Oh wait, wait, he's, he's one of, he's one of the, the stations you visit. Yeah. 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 I, I've seen it. And him. it's his, it's his mocap and his voice and everything. Yeah. It's, it's That's excellent. Funny. And he has like, I think a beaver hat on, like, it's just like a, like a, the, the wait, top what? half of a beaver is like, he's wearing as a hat. It's just really weird. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big yeah, time. yeah. I, we're, we're, I, what? Yeah, yeah. So one hundred percent. I could have sworn that I had. I thought he was like somewhere in like the second area or the third area of of the game, like the third area of the. It doesn't matter. Uh, we all we all know Conan O'Brien's legacy will be entertaining millions for decades, and also highlighting what an absolute selfish piece of shit Jay Leno is 
And Jay Leto, Jay <laughs> Leto's legacy know. will be forever being a selfish piece of shit with a whiny, annoying voice. And nobody cares about your fucking car collection. Why don't you give somebody to charity, you cunt? That's all I got. Very nice. All, uh, welcome, yeah. welcome, welcome. Yeah. Rest in peace, Conan O'Brien. Now also canonically, canonically dead. dead. Yeah, we'll, we'll miss you, Conan and Bob. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Conan and Bob. Uh, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. You can't see this, but holy shit, that really is Conan in... Uh, all right, cool. Can we make this Let's... episode image a tombstone with Bob's name on it? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fucking sorry. <laughs> yes. Just two, two, two tombstones with, with Bob and Conan right next to one another. Yeah. yeah. Together forever. Also, uh, okay, well, that's that's definitely the answer. It's got to be it. It's got to be it, right? Oh, man. Coco and Bob. It's going to be Coco and Bob. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a Pixar original movie, doesn't it? Yeah. Coming right to Disney+. Plus. It's a sequel to Coco. <laughs> Holy shit! We're not doing that lazy Coco two stuff. It's Coco and Bob, mm-hmm. uh, and and also just just to bring it back to the, our sponsor this week. <laughs> okay. You better believe there's a bag of ice in this fucking cooler too. I went all out. Oh, very nice. Um, H- have you have you put any lime in it yet? Uh, no, I thought about that, and then I thought, you know, people who like sit there and cut up limes are the same people who say scenario. Uh, <laughs> no, so. no, no. Corona's better. Corona's and, and most loggers are better with lime. I've, uh, I've done I've done my research, Chris. Okay, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I've done the research. That was a litany of, of references. I loved mm-hmm. it. Uh, let's start digging in. So, episode thirty-five, boys. The podcast is now officially older than all three of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay, for, cool. for for a day because I turn thirty-five tomorrow. Oh, holy shit! Do you? Holy shit! I didn't yeah. know that, and now I feel like a jerk off. Why? Happy early birthday! Happy early this birthday. birthday episode. What do you want to do? Uh, you want to kill some more people canonically? I mean, we talked we talked about back nasty, so that's that's a big check mark, right? Yeah. We got that one on the way. How about you decide uh, by the end of the episode one more canonical death on the show? Okay, Just yeah, think I'm, about I'm it, really ruminate, and I'm down so with to that. celebrate my to celebrate my life, we, I get to I get to murder somebody. Canonically. Yeah, every yeah, canonically, every yeah. year of your life that goes up, someone else has to they yeah. have to go. Okay. So you know. So it's, it's like Highlander, but I'm just, I'm just knocking out like well-known furries and and weaves and cosplayers <laughs> and ethos. Whoever, right? It's 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 whoever you want. We're not. There's no there's no, no limits here on who. No, we just we just blink them out of existence as if like they never existed in the first place. Or we, is it like a horrific? Uh, like like are we talking like a Kobe helicopter crash? Like, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I think that's up to you though. I think it can be okay. as as painless or as uh, just horrible as you want it to be. And, and okay. we say by the end of the episode, but we all know you're going to think about it when Derek takes a pee pee break. That's so exactly. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, boys and girls, we have actually kind of a light docket. We have more weekend reviews than anything else. Our main topics this week are Loki, uh, episode three, and Luca, which we pushed from last week because we didn't have a lot of time uh, when we had so many main topics last week. So, we have a few trailers. A few horror trailers, actually. Uh, two horror trailers? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the new Shang. Uh, is Shang or Shung? I think I did this before. I, I keep hearing people say uh, Shang Chi. I'm, go- I'm, go- I'm going with Shang Chi because there's an A there. I keep it hearing people a. say, say Shung. I can confirm. Like, I heard Kevin Feige say Shung, and I just heard some dude who reviewed the trailer say Shung. So I'm going to go Shung. I'm going to go oh, firmly okay. right. Camp Shung. And, well, uh, well I, mean, I mean, you know, Kevin Feige's already rewriting the entire night. Like, like now, you know, the, ma- the Mandarin is... Uh, Shang Chi's father, so uh, right. I, I'm sure I'm sure canonically in MCU an A can have a, a U sound, right? I like how they're respectful enough 
to the to the like material to go, hey, we need to cast people of Asian descent in these roles. We need to be like respectful. But then they're like, yeah, but no one cared that much about Shang Chi's comic book. Like, so we're just gonna do whatever we want with this background story. Because yeah. <laughs> like, no one's gonna give a shit, right? You guys even read this? No, we know you don't. Uh, speaking of oh, speaking of Marvel, Marvel shield shirt going on today. Mm, mm. Mm. That shirt mm-hmm. hurts my feelings. I just, I just, <laughs> it just makes me cry. I don't like it at Cat all. Well, it does. It, it does secretly call you names when we're not talking. <laughs> I just Cat hear mother yeah. shit. Ooh. <laughs> Something about eyebrow posting. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, we we have uh, lots of weekend review stuff to go over. Though show so Cosby over here. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we talked about this show a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, probably at this point. My sense of time is horribly wrong. Taika Waititi's pirate comedy uh, that's coming out next year that we were all very excited about. It's going to be called Our Flag Means Death. And they've added a couple new uh, cast members, uh, most of which I'm excited for. And the only ones that I'm not excited for are people who I have no idea who they are. Uh, so first off, they're adding uh, Christian Nair, uh, Nairn, Narn. I don't know how you pronounce it. If you're saying who the fuck is that, Chris, then the answer is Hodor from Game of Thrones. And I know you guys all know who Hodor is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the memes. There were so many memes. Can I bring somebody back for my birthday? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to bring back Hodor. I thought you were going to bring back like, a fictional character. I, I, I just <laughs> like never really asked. lived to begin with. <laughs> I just like that you asked, and then that was it. Like, you didn't, yeah. like, really. <laughs> let's, just, let's just, yeah, let's keep going. Uh, the so, fact that the show isn't called What We Do in the Gallows is a missed opportunity to me, and I'm mad about it. Let's talk Fair about play. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I get what you're going for, and we should always call it What We Do in the Gallows, but a ripoff of another show that they did... They, well, no, last week they blatantly did a ripoff of a show they've already did, right? They, they announced that fucking paranormal investigator. Oh, yeah. yeah well, that's yeah. a spinoff, not a ripoff. Well, I mean, all right, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but but uh, the, what, what, has me, what has me excited about the show is, is that it's not it's not going to be like a mockumentary, right? Because they didn't have fucking they didn't have cameras back during the. It's going to be like an actual show about pirates. I think my I hope problem they have other, some kind of bullshit cameras. <laughs> I hope like my, my, my problem my problem with with the one last week I think was that it's like oh another mockumentary great we're doing yeah. this um yeah. I'm sorry you had you had more casting news besides I did uh, his character is and if you don't know if you haven't seen Hodor if you've lived under a rock for all these years he play, he's a larger fellow he's gonna play a character he <laughs> probably does. No, they, they, no, showed, they showed it. it. You see that yeah. big old dick on game George R. R. Martin was just on set salivating during that episode when they shot it. Yeah. Wait, they show it to you? You probably don't mm-hmm. remember because it was so dick, it was so huge <laughs> that it just like erased itself from your memory. You were just so amazed you blacked out for yeah. a couple seconds. Yeah, it that honestly looked sense. like his like his hand was hanging in front of his groin. Yeah. yeah. And he's like <laughs> and even like like he's like seven feet tall. So even mm-hmm. like what you're seeing on the camera, like it's there's some scaling down happening. It's even bigger than that. It's just a big old arm. Just okay. flopping around. Oh, it was prosthetic. Yeah. It could high five you. What? <laughs> it's like a baby, so I'm holding an apple. Wait, is it, it was a prosthetic? Uh, yeah. Oh, you don't, just don't, looked don't. that up that quick. Oh, I hate. Oh, that. I did. I did. I, it and I hate the internet. It. it ruins movie magic for me. Yeah. Right now, 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 I don't know what kind of what kind of dinker. What if he has, has a baby dick? Wouldn't that be crazy to be that gigantic and he has a micro penis? I feel I like don't. the the guy who played the mountain has to have a tiny dick because his girlfriend's the size of like a Pokemon <laughs> yeah. and he's like fucking eight feet tall. You know what I mean? Have you seen pictures of them together? Like, there's no yeah. way. Yeah. If his dick fit his body, there's no way that she would not be in a wheelchair. She like literally <laughs> comes up to the bottom of his ribs. It's like it's yeah. absurd. Yeah. 
I, that's the only couple. Yeah. That's the only like famous couple that I've seen together and been like, I would pay to watch porn of you guys. <laughs> if, 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 his, if his dick was to scale and she sat on it, could you imagine how like it would be like Satisfying watching that scene from watched. Alien where the where the fucking uh, the chest bursts open, like the fucking what do you call it? The xenomorph bursts out of the guy's chest during dinner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Hodor's penis is fake, and now that's in my search history. Uh, so he's he's going to be playing a character named Wee John Feeney. Uh, no pun intended. Wee John. Okay. Wee. Yeah. One oh, of those ironic why. nicknames, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I've heard of that. Uh, like Little John, basically. Plus, uh, Nathan Fode. I don't know who he is. As Lucius Samson Ko. Don't know who that person is. Could be a male or female. Um, Rory Kinnear, who I have seen, uh, playing two characters, Captain Nigel Badminton and Chauncey Badminton, and I love the name Chauncey Badminton. Uh, Khan O'Neill from Chernobyl, who I I watched the show. I don't, I can't place that person's face. And Vico Ortiz from American Horror Story 1984 as Bona Sure, I don't. That's sounds right. Yep. Yep. Sounds accurate. Yeah, Nathan Foe doesn't even have a fucking picture on IMDb, so <laughs> good fucking luck. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so the, the show's created by David Jenkins and is loosely based upon the true adventures, but loosely based, of uh, Stede Bonnet, which we talked about, I think, when we first talked about the show. Mm-hmm. It's a wealthy landowner who gave up fancy living in 1717 to hit the high seas as a pirate. So it's going to be probably really fucking funny. And uh, I'm... Looking forward to it. YTD himself is going to play uh, Blackbeard. Yep. We also talked about that last time. I'm I'm just stoked about it. It, it looks like it's uh they they have a, f- a release month set right now for February 2022, so we don't even have to wait that long. Yeah. And I'm stoked. I don't have anything else yeah. to say. I'm excited. Uh, good. Me too. When is what we do in the shadows supposed to air? Do we know that? That's got to be September. soon, right? Oh, September. It's fall. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. What we do in the gallows. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Season three. Hell September yeah. 2nd. Hell yeah. Hell, hell yeah. It's right before uh, <laughs> Labor Day. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now, let's. <laughs> was that extra funny just because I snuck it in right at the yeah. end? Yeah. yeah. It was like yeah. a period yeah. at the end of your sentence. But also, good. like, for some reason, like, you have the most convincing stoner <laughs> bra. So good, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No one in my life, uh, I didn't smoke mar- the marijuanas. See, that's why it's so funny when you nailed that. <laughs> hell yeah. I, I, hell yeah. I, I didn't sm- <laughs> I, I, now it's my favorite thing to just sneak in. I'm just going to try to surprise you guys. Uh, I didn't smoke until very late in life. I was I was probably like 20 or 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of my friends were getting stoned in high school. And I remember having a conversation with my mother where she could she did not believe me that I did not smoke pot. We were driving home and she was like telling me about, I thought it was like 16 or something, 16 and a half. She was telling me about her experiences and she was like, I didn't like it that much. It made me kind of paranoid. She's like, but you know, she was clearly trying to like, just go, you can tell me about it. It's okay, honey. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, I, I don't smoke. I've never smoked. And she was like, it's okay. if you." And I was like, I had to push for this. I was like, I really like, I'm not fucking kidding. I haven't smoked pot. Like, don't worry about it. Uh, Cool story, huh? Yeah. But you were like, but I do. Do black tar heroin and I inject it right into my yeah, dick. Yeah, I was. Um, I hope black that's cool. Shaka Shakabra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next up, we have to talk about Halo. Hell yeah! Uh, showrunners to leave after uh, season one. Yeah. Hell nah. 
Uh, <laughs> hell no, didn't feel good. I, nah, I'm not. Nah, it doesn't fit. It. Doesn't fit. Nah, you, 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 you can try like a nah, brah. Nah, brah. Nah, brah. Nah, uh, Who even yeah. knew that Halo had a TV I show? Did, I, I, I had no idea. This, this thing has been. They've been trying to get this off the ground since 2013. At one yep. point, which is why I even, assumed it. They just it just didn't like. I figured yeah. it just got dropped because it, it, yeah. it literally we're talking about it since the last time Halo was halfway decent, uh, yeah. and I haven't heard about it in years. So I just figured it never took off. Uh, I mean, it, it's weird to me that they're trying to make a show about a game that does doesn't really have a story, right? Like, yeah. I mean, they have they have it has ideas, but there's never been a narrative that like grips you. Well, I'll, I'll say with the exception of two, the way two cliffhangered. Two was pretty good. Uh, and, and and the start of three had me going a little bit. Uh, but it's you know, I mean, like, what what story are you gonna tell? You're gonna tell like the origin story of Master Chief? Like, you're gonna try to like give him a personality in his origin story where he then subsequently doesn't have one for the f next five installments of your fucking game. Um, why? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like hate. I don't hate the idea of there being a halo show for the reason that there was a lot of, uh, story points in two and three that weren't connected so well. And so a piece of me is like, well, maybe they could, you know, do it in an interesting way if it had the proper funding, but I, I can't imagine like a television show for something this high concept sci-fi will ever have a high enough budget, uh, especially because it's on Paramount Plus. Uh, so uh, that's also another kind of ding against it. Um, also, just the fact that apparently the uh, showrunners left or something, right? And now it's like they don't even know if there's going to be a season two. It's like, all right, so any I already had a very minimal amount of hope for this thing that I just knew existed earlier today. Right. Um, and now it's just <laughs> gone immediately. So it's just a very sort of volatile 15 minutes. Yeah, I there were, so there were two, sh sorry, uh, Scott, there were two showrunners attached, Kyle Killen and Stephen Kane. Uh, Killen left production before, uh, sorry, left the product before production officially began as he was basically unable to do his job. He couldn't do full-time showrunner duties and they were shooting in Budapest. Um, like just, yeah. they were just had to live there for the whole time. Uh, so that was, that was probably like a deal breaker. Uh, Kane is finishing the first season, but is reportedly returning to the United States after the, after they're done. Cause he doesn't want to be in Budapest anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's that's my understanding I mean, that, that, that they finally got this green lit right before COVID hit. So they've yeah. just been in Budapest trying to do little bits and pieces as they can, or as they could throughout the entire pandemic. So like, it's not surprising that after that experience being in, in a, farm place uh you know having all these restrictions and trying to get this product out which like again like it's 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 got to be a complete mess covid aside right because it's been in it's right. been in development hell for you know six and a half seven years prior to covid yeah um so i mean i can't blame i, I don't think this guy walking away after having the experience he's had over the last two years trying to get this fucking thing done is in any way an indicate an indicator of how good or bad the final project is going to be i think the indicator should be how piss poor the narrative is told in 90% of the games. Uh, it's hard to believe that they're going to somehow pull, like, pull, like I, from what I heard, the books are great, right? But what, yeah. what are the odds? What are the odds we're going to get something of that caliber, you know, in a 45 minute format, you know, where like in a season, they're going to tell a story that's going to have any kind of impact. That's not, it's, it's just going to be, you know, it's gonna be one of those seasons where they're going to try to end it on a cliffhanger in hopes that they can tell a, a you know, a, a bigger story, like a more grand scope over the course of multiple seasons. It's that it's that setting up the world, not telling interesting story in the first installment yeah. kind of thing. But I will say, like, on the topic of the books, like I read a couple of them in the beginning for anyone. I don't know where they are now like this. I'm literally talking about 
13 years ago, uh, probably 10 years ago was the last time I read one. But you, you wouldn't think that a, a book written about a video game would could really be that good. Like, I look at, like, World of Warcraft books and, like, Gears of War books. I'm like, are you uh, well, kidding me? Some of the WoW novels are pretty good. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's the case with Halo. Like, it's I would figure that they'd be really corny. But uh, they had this one guy, I think his name is Eric Nyland, wrote a lot of them. And he, people always really liked his because uh, he, he was uh, ex-military. And so he would kind of use his... Um, his knowledge of like current existing technology and just try to, you know, propel it forward 500 years. Um, but he always wrote things very like tactically. It almost felt like you were reading like uh, what's his name? Tom Clancy novel. Yeah. But just okay. that took place in the future. They were really, really well done. Um, but uh, once they started like introducing the books and people really started getting into them, you, you were hoping that in the games that they would have that same level of depth and detail. And they just never did. Like, I think the aesthetic of the games has always really been good. Uh, like ODST is like just walking around uh, New Mombosa at nighttime with that beautiful piano music playing. It's so eerie and like you feel so isolated. Like they, those are things that they do really well. But I agree. I mean, story is not a strong point for really any of the games. And a show has to have a good story. So it's going to it's going to bomb. I mean, we we all know it's going to bomb. Yeah. Uh, the guy playing Master Chief doesn't really matter, right? They could have just got a stunt man to play him. No, no <laughs> offense to stunt men everywhere, but like you yeah, never but, taking your helmet off. Yeah. Uh, Pablo uh, Schreiber, Schreiber. Yeah, Schreiber. Um, so you might know his still kind of lesser known brother, Leave Schreiber, mm-hmm. played. Yeah, he was uh, in who played. He was, he was in Phantoms but, with Ben Affleck, who was the bomb in Phantoms. He was the bomb in Phantoms, yo! Wait, um, Lee Schreiber is not lesser known? Hang on. Wait a second. He was I, also was, in that... that I was, that I was fu- kidding. That oh, fucking oh, show... Okay. Uh, now I feel I was, poo-poo- I was poo-pooing him. <laughs> okay. what, what, what's, that, what's that show where he's like, the fixer? And you're like, you're a badass now, too? What is it? It's, it's, it's a oh, Charlie Starr thing all over again. I love, I love, is it, is it Lieb? Is it Lieb? 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 Driver? It's Lieb for the B at Lieb, the end. How many, okay. how many weeks in a row are you going to find a way to sneak a dig in at the old guard? <laughs> Wait, did I really? Was that yeah, a, was that, uh Well, no, I was just, I, that was more a dig on just, on just like the whole Liam Neeson, Charlie Theron. It's just, it's, you know, like, just because you're, just because you hit 45 years old doesn't mean you're automatically, canonically a badass. Wow. Thank you for shitting on Liam Neeson. I am so tired of people praising yeah. him. I am so tired of it. He's just an old man. I haven't man. heard anyone praise him recently, yeah. to be honest with oh you, my because God. he's been doing just every action shitty movie well, that they throw well, his way. He, he like, he like every movie he's in is called like Train that my daughter is on, and I have to save her. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. All right, we get it, Liam. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, man, no, but it's you know, uh, he was the bomb in Phantoms. He was in uh, Scream, right? He was, he was, he played Cotton Weary. Uh that's all I got. And, he, and he's, he's the Do- Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. That's the one I'm thinking of. It's like, like we get it. You, you, we get it. You drive a you drive a 1970s muscle car in, in 2021. Bro, was, we get it. Like was, your dick's huge. Cool. Like he was fucking saber tooth yeah. in X Men Origins Wolverine, bro. Come on. That's why I was laughing because I was like, I just like defended Lee Schreiber to Chris, and then I'm that's like, that's why I said I'm lesser. Like, I'm like, think of all the movies that he's in. I'm like, all I can think of is fucking saber tooth right now for some reason. I can't. That can't be the one that I mentioned. He is a honey though, right? Like, he's we can he's all a honey. He's a hunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, weirdly he he, um, 
uh, Pablo, I've only seen one other place. I've only it was I, he was in the American Gods TV show, and I, I watched that when it first started. He played the heard, heard that show's Mad Sweeney. It's a good show. Uh, the show's pretty solid. That's I, his I, little I did this brother. Before. What? Yeah, it's his little brother. What? I've, they don't look very much alike at, at all. all. Um, oh, he was great I've as done, Mad Sweeney. I've done this before, and I'm sorry. I'm not trying to sound pretentious, but I would 100 recommend you guys read American Gods the book. It's really fucking good. Yeah. I'd rather watch the show to be honest with you. Neil Gaiman wrote the book though, and he is an excellent writer. I'm, I just, I just know that like when I'm at, when I'm home for the night, I'm not, I'm not reading, I'm not doing it. The audio version and listen to it in the car. That's yeah, what yeah, I did the, actually. I, I would do that. I would, but I'd rather just watch a show and just bang it out. You know what I mean? Compartmental, like just let's, let's let's just streamline it. You know what I mean? You'd rather watch a show? Hell yeah! <laughs> well, is this because like right. well for certain <laughs> things like I like I I know there's gonna be like a deep rich lore, but there's already so many franchises that I'm emotionally invested in. I just don't care. Just, I, I want to get I want to get the overarching narrative. I want to understand what's going on, but I don't really care about like four pages of them describing the scenery of the fucking pawn shop that they murdered somebody in or whatever the fuck's going on. It's the same reason I can't pick up a Chuck Palahniuk book anymore. You, you make me read an entire chapter about what kind of armoires are in a warehouse. Fuck you, Chuck. We get it. If I suck a dick, we stop talking about armoires. I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. Just relax. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. We're done talking about Halo, right? Uh, uh, like so, we're not. We like got more not. stuff yeah. to talk about. Uh, next article about Halo Infinite. Uh, the developers said they it, it's about the battle passes. They said they don't want people to have to grind battle passes. They're going to be releasing battle passes on like a three month cycle. Mm-hmm. But they said that they and I actually I actually like this. So I, I was talking shit on Halo Infinite, but the idea here is nice. They said uh, we look at other titles. The battle passes are time limited access and you feel obligated to grind out all these hours to to unlock everything in the past that you paid for. That's not fun. It's not player first, which is true. And they said uh, with them, you can purchase the season pass whenever you want, even after they're if they're in season three, you can still get season one and two, and you can unlock them as you want, no strings attached. You bought it, it's yours basically. And I, and I gotta say, as much as I think this game is gonna be fucking garbage, good 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 job three four three. Like that's a good mindset for content for people. Um, at the same time. Battle passes are usually timed because they coincide with seasons where they reset statistics so that one people, uh, so a couple people who've been playing since the beginning don't look like they're the fucking gods of the game, kind of see who's actually the best, kind of evens it out every couple of months. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, any thoughts on this, guys? I'm in yeah. a weird spot where, like, I, I I'm the same as you. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. Like, I, I get the sort of basic. Um, uh, philosophy of it is basically like, all right, you have people who are going to be on playing every single day and they're going to have everything, but not everybody has that time. So if you want, you can fast track and just throw a couple bones our way and you know, you'll get those, those progression points or whatever. Now, of course I hate like paid unlocks. And so that makes me think, all right, well, the only way to really avoid that in sort of like this modern day model is to just have it be what we talked about before, just that arena combat where everybody starts with the same shit. There's no like loadouts or, or guns that, you know, this, this gun or that gun that you start with, it's better. But then it's kind of like, well, we already covered that. Like that had to, that ended because it had to end. People got tired of it, you know, like uh, Quake and um, Halo and, you know, all those games. Like you, you have to move forward from it. Not that I, I don't prefer it over what exists now, but I can see why as an industry, we move yeah. away from that. So I think that it right. is like a band-aid fix. 
And again, like my, my knee jerk reaction is always, oh, you know, just pay to get the good shit it is always to not like that. But the sort of reasoning that they put behind it. And here's the main thing. Their honesty behind it is what I like. It's not like they had some bullshit like uh, for so, you know, like like dancing around the point where they just said, like, if you just want to buy it, you can buy it. Like, I, it's almost like, all right, you're not doing some dumb loot box thing where you don't know what you're going to get like in Overwatch. Like, it's just like, hey, if you want the shit, you can just buy the shit. Boom. The base game is free. Whatever you didn't spend on that, if you want to spend on the progression, you can. Uh, so, again, I, I'm in a weird spot, but ultimately, I think I don't hate it. And I'm still going to try this because, again, base game, base multiplayer game, that is, is free. So why not? Oh, why okay, not just try it? Um, I mean, two, two things, right? Uh, the arena style is still out there, but it's, it's evolved to be arena objective, right? Like Overwatch, the only point is to, you know, hold point A or push the payload. But it still is just on that, that you know, start with what you have and, and get into combat. Uh, right. With more reliance on, on abilities and things like that. Uh, and I think with Overwatch 2, we might see a return to straight-up arena mode from, from the hints we're getting from, uh, from Blizzard right now. Something maybe not along the same lines as Halo, where you're picking up weapons in the environment, but something where it, it isn't so much about, like, a tier system, right? Mm -hmm. um, with, with this, I'm, this is the first thing I've been excited about Halo-related in probably the last 10 years since, since I played Halo 3. Um, I think this is admirable, man, because as somebody who plays a lot of Apex Legends, as somebody who's been playing a lot of other games that have battle passes, I don't feel right spending even $10 to unlock that battle pass unless I know that I've unlocked everything in that season already. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, it does get to a point where it feels kind of grindy. Like, I haven't been on Apex in a couple weeks, and when I get back on, like, how, how hard am I going to have to grind to unlock everything that yeah. I paid for already? Um, so, right. and the thing is, like, with, with, with games like Apex you do have the ability to buy battle pass levels up to a certain point. Um, but why? Right. Like, like it, it kind of sucks. If some, if someone like goes out and works there 40 hours a week and comes home and you know, all these other people who are maybe unemployed because of the pandemic or are underage don't have to work yet, or they're out of school for the, for the summer are just, just like destroying them. Granted, it's mostly cosmetics, right? It's, it's not things that give you a, a one up in combat at all. It's just things to customize the look of your character, a gun skin, um, you know, a skin for for uh, of armor, like of a custom look for your your favorite hero, your favorite uh, legend. Um, it's stuff like that. So it's not it's not stuff that you're where you're actively missing out or you're not going to like lose uh, the competitive edge because of it. But it does suck to see people who have more time than you getting all those things and like this is your favorite game. You know what I mean? And you, right. can't, you just can't yeah. keep up. Uh, and so with with this, what, what I got from this article is they're saying. It's it's not I didn't really I didn't catch anything in the article about them allowing people to buy levels, but it just seemed that once you buy it, it's yours forever. Yeah. You know what I mean, so there's there's no time limit. Right. So like you can at your own leisure, like you could you could still be working your way through season one while season three is out and it's fine because they want you to come and enjoy the game. And like to me that whether this game is good or bad, which I think it's probably going to be bad, like it's there's a certain air of confidence to that. Right. Like like. Of the, them just saying like. Yeah, have fun. You're gonna have fun. We want you to make sure you're having as much fun as possible. Right. You know what I mean? Like you'll you'll yeah. come back. If you don't finish it now, you'll come back and finish it because this game's gonna be fun. That's the kind of like that's the feel I get from this article. Uh, and props to three to three four three. Mm -hmm. That's what right. I mean. And again, we're talking about like this is not news about the campaign. This is just the no, no. multiplayer just the component of it, yeah. which is again gonna be free. But now what's cool is they did say I, I know initially uh, they had said that they were gonna release the multiplayer and they didn't know which, which order it was going to happen in, but the multiplayer and the campaign, like, months apart, which is just like, what the fuck? 
yeah, and now they're so talking. Stupid. I think something in this article said it was going to be within. They're going to be within a week of one another. I believe. So, yeah. um, hmm. like Almost I said, like they should just push it and release them both on the same fucking day. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's again. I mean, like the multiplayer. It's going to be free. So I'm like, why? Why wouldn't I just try it? And if I hate it, yeah. I can just uninstall it. I mean, yeah. I, I don't see the harm in it. That's completely fair. I'll, I'll try it with you. Fuck it. Hell yeah. Yeah. But fuck it. Yeah. You'd fuck it. Hell yeah. yeah. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Ubisoft removes fan-made Goldeneye levels. So this article actually bums me the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is not a hell yeah. Uh, Does anyone want to guess what what, uh, MGM can GMG stands for? Gargle my gooch. Uh, uh, gulp my goo, but close. Yeah. <laughs> gulp, gulp my gumdrop. That's what it really stands for. So uh, let me fill you. Let me fill you guys in. There's a YouTuber named Crawlywood. He took three. So Far Cry Five has a pretty robust level creator. You can make your own shit, upload it. People can download them, and play them. Um, to the point where I love when Chris says Crawlywood. robust. I don't know why it just like oh, hits okay. me in a certain way. Robust. Is it like a like a hell yeah, it's, or is it like <laughs> it's like a, uh, it's like a joy? Like the, the way that you say oh, robust okay. is robust. It's very like full. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. It's almost like you're whispering sweet nothings directly into my my ear pussies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hope they're wet, going and dry. So the you like that little tenacious D uh, reference there? I, yeah. I, did, I did. And we're here to come again in all of your ear pussies. <laughs> So gross. So, <laughs> oh god, could you imagine having oh, ear no. pussies? No, no, I, I, no I, I, I literally don't know how no. just anatomically that would work. Does it go straight well, through? That's my first it's question. See, it's like no, it's it, like the it portal from Stranger Things here. season one, right? <laughs> it's just, <laughs> no, it's just like portal go, from the game Portal. It goes in that and just right out the other right. side. Well, I was gonna There's say like. So if someone if someone fucked Portal your ear pussies, ear pussy. it would just it would just be like right. Oh, like like it, it, like it, someone's it, wearing like an arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish we could make R-rated thumbnails because that would be the winner. Just, a, just uh, like a dick going right through someone's head. Yeah, yeah, you know, just mm-hmm. it would be just a joy. So this YouTuber spent three years and around fourteen hundred hours. To basically recreate every level of GoldenEye 007 from the N64 in Far Cry 5. I'm super fucking sad that I didn't know this existed before it was removed. Yeah. Um, Did you guys get to watch that gameplay video at all? It's very good. It was cool. I I had actually seen it earlier in the week. I was glad that you called it for the doc because I spent some time watching and it looks fucking incredible it's so like, satisfying watching him nail those like with those fluid far cry controls just nailing those headshots yeah, yeah oh my god me, dude it was makes me so, so good. makes me so sad i didn't actually get to play it yeah same. uh I mean, he recreated every level in this game for free could have played it not anymore mgm put a copyright claim in yeah and ubisoft had to remove the levels for download so it just goes to show you, don't get attached to shit that's not fucking yours, because <laughs> they will just rip it away from you, and you'll have spent uh, 1,400 hours on something that now is dust. He couldn't back it up. Like, they just don't no, exist he, anymore. No, he did. He, he said he has it on a hard dri- uh, uh, flash drive. He does? Yeah. Yeah, there's a screenshot in the article that he said he has it on flash drive. Oh, fuck, that's yeah. fucking great. And so my oh, suspicion is that me. he's going to, yeah, I think he's going to find some enough. way to, yeah. yeah. 
But like, I, I'm in a weird position with this because uh, one, I, I don't have like that crazy GoldenEye nostalgia. Like the way Chris is with Zelda is how I am. Like GoldenEye was fun. Like I had it. I'm not. Oh, but, I have that GoldenEye nostalgia. But like, I, I, I just don't it, like it. I, I have good memories with it, but I'm never like they. I think they remade it or something ten years they ago. Tried. Yeah, they, they tried. They tried. I never even but, cared. Like I never even wanted to. But it, you know, that being said, like this is what I hate a lot of IP laws. Like. I just don't get like what is this taking away and from whom? Like I don't. And see... he wasn't making money. That's on what it. I mean. Like that's yeah, usually like... the biggest argument was that someone else is profiting on your IP. They were they're fucking free. You couldn't yeah. make money. The, yeah. the, the crazy thing is like Nintendo doesn't even have the OG GoldenEye sixty four readily available to port on any of their modern consoles. Yeah. So right. all all this is potentially hurting is the eBay sales, right? Yeah. Or the yard sale, the yard sale sales. Thrift, thrift markets, retro game stores, but even then, is it? Because some people like those janky old hold down the RB controls to aim. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, they tried. MGM tried to do a, a remake of this game. They couldn't use Pierce Brosnan because he was no longer licensed as 007. So they used Daniel Craig and remade Goldeneye, which was in itself an abomination. Uh, if you can't get the rights to the original James Bond, you use you just make make a digital version, right? You don't license yeah. out the current one that you're not gonna be able to use again. In fucking five years, uh, MGM is just it's 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 a titan of the boom of the boomer uh, cinema industry, right? Like it's it's just like they're they're a dinosaur. They're yeah. gonna how many good properties does MGM really have left? Can you think of any <laughs> besides Goldeneye? No. When you think of MGM, what do you think of? Because the lion, I, I, for the, just the lion. I, that's all. Yeah, I for think the of. for the life of me, oh, all I, I was gonna oh, say a lion. All all I could think of is is James Bond being as being like one of their big properties. And that's because this article says it is. That's the only thing. You know what I mean? Like they're dinosaurs, dude. And this is like this is the same thing as like DMCA strikes where like you have record executives, you have people in, in positions of power who don't understand that any publicity is good publicity. This existing could drum up nostalgia. It could it could actually increase the sales of their shitty 10 year old remake. It could you know boost sales. if They put a digital version on the switch or on Steam. Uh, it, it's there's no such thing as bad press, especially when this guy's not making any money off it. Yeah. It's just fucking. It's it's fucking horseshit, man. It's the same thing with like, Nintendo. Won't put their games uh, on modern gen. They won't let you even rent them or or buy them. And when people emulate, entire sites get taken down. People get sued for millions of dollars. It's like if you're not gonna be forward thinking with these properties that people have years and years of emotional attachment to, you can't penalize people for taking it into their own hands and trying to do something for the fan. Right. They're like making things readily available for people. Well, that's what, and, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I was literally just yesterday reading an article about Nintendo and how uh, basically like when you look at, um, when you go to like these thrift stores or, or like, uh, what do they call consign like the, the selling old games, like retro yeah. game shops, that's what I'm looking for. And yeah. like this game, like Pokemon Yellow or like even one of the ones that wasn't that huge, like Pokemon, yeah. I don't know, Emerald Green or something, like a GBA game, they're selling it for like $140. Yeah. And... The reason is like Nintendo, they won't make, they won't port these into modern day consoles, which are games people want to play. And they're very loud about how they want to play them. But yeah. then they also attack people for emulating them. So it's like your only choice. If you want to play like your games that your company put this time into making is to spend $140 on a fucking 25 year old game. No, I'm going to emulate it. Like that's, yeah. it, it, it's unrealistic uh, to expect that from people. Um, yeah. And I, I'll never understand. And this is why this is what I mean when I say like I, some sh I understand you should own the rights to your own intellectual property. Yeah. But it's like 
when people are your 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 consumers are screaming out loud like we will give you money if you do mm -hmm. this like all you have to do is directly port this to something that i can actually play it on and i'll give you my money and you refuse to well then you have to find a new avenue to explore i mean what other choice do you have there's literally no excuse for why every super nintendo game in their entire library entire library Every Game Boy game, every Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance game isn't on the Switch. Yeah, it is. A, it is a handheld console that doubles as a home console. And we've talked last week about how there's so much emphasis on uh, making it on the go gaming, even in big games like like uh, Breath of the Wild, yeah. compartmentalized right. dungeons in the form of shrines. Uh, there's no reason that I shouldn't be able to buy Earthbound for 10, 15 bucks like you could charge $10 for a Super Nintendo game digitally. Oh, I buy it. There's, yeah. And there's not one. Like, I would own all three of the Donkey Kong countries. I would own yeah. everything from Rocky Rodent to Chuck Rock, all these shitty platformers from back when I was a kid <laughs> that I just have fond memories of. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. and it, it's at the point now where, like, you, they're, they're not super tight with their licensing for, to a certain extent because you, you have companies like Limited Run who just recently did a Zombies Ate My Neighbors re-release. Uh, it's only their it's only their platform specific like Nintendo IPs that they are really controlling. Of. Uh, it's just like they it's it seems like it's just they, there's not a willingness to to put the effort in, and it would be minimal effort, right? Um, yeah, it would like, be 100. percent I gotta step effort. away for a second, guys. Don't don't wait for me. Yeah, well, you're good. good. No, like but but, um, but there's there's a thing on Switch, right? Where you pay like whatever it is a year, twenty bucks or something, thirty bucks, and you get access to their SNES and their NES. Uh, retro arcade each right. of each of these have like maybe t 20 to 35 games on them yeah. uh they it should be oh hundreds God. it should be fucking hundreds or give us the option to buy those right like what's like what's the point of me having this <laughs> if I, if i can't if i can't re you know what i mean like it's 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 literally just a, it's literally just a game boy it's a it's a fancy fancy game boy it is. i know I, I sound like a fucking boomer right now but it's not wrong you know what i mean no, I mean, you know, and I, yeah, I, I'm not going to reiterate everything I said last week, but, um, you know, I, the fury I had about Breath of the Wild still exists because I bought that game four years ago on the mm -hmm. Wii U and I decided I'm going to give this game another crack. I, you know, maybe I didn't give it a fair shake the first time. Maybe I jumped off of it too quickly. You know, a lot of, a lot of my friends do like it a lot. And, um, I looked for ways to do that on my switch and there's no kind of like, oh, you own the previous gen version, pay slightly more for the Switch version. There's no, yeah, the, the, it's sixty fucking dollars still after four years in this in the shop, and it's like, come on, are you kidding me? Like, that just seems like such an insane barrier for entry for Nintendo, and they've always been like this. And I, I get again, I I'm railing about the same thing I read online, having deja vu. But uh, yeah. guess what, Nintendo? I've been emulating Breath of the Wild all week. Suck both my nuts. It runs great on my computer, by oh, the way. That that one hundred percent gave me deja vu. I'm pretty sure you told them to suck both your nuts last week. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a simple man. Okay, <laughs> simple man with simple tastes. But yeah, well, Nintendo can taste both your nuts. <laughs> suck them dry. Uh, no, but it's just you know, like there's gross. Yeah, it's just it. It seems like common sense, man. It seems like their Nintendo needs to get out of their own way, right? Because right. you you can imagine like I mean granted like we talked last week about how the, the Wii U was Nintendo in its death throes and that the Switch saved them, but Nintendo still needs to get out of its own fucking way. Like you you have this extent like you have a library of over one thousand NES games out there, close to a thousand SNES games, countless N sixty four games that could be that could be ported or you know, I mean there probably would be a little bit of effort goes in it but you see them emulated flawlessly effortlessly on modern PCs. Um, 
You know what I mean? Why, why don't we have like, even stinkers like Donkey Kong sixty four? Why don't we have Why don't we have that on the fucking Switch? Why I, just, have... I just looked it up just because I was curious when you said. First of all, it's seven seventeen hundred uh, SNES games, uh, but the total size for all of them is less than two gigabytes. Yeah. <laughs> so you can yeah. literally put yeah. every Super Nintendo game that was ever made mm-hmm. on the Switch for one point seven gigabytes. Yeah, and the thing is like. We were discussing what, but when you got up, that that they have uh, a yearly thing, like you pay for, like the Nintendo, whatever the fuck it is, Nintendo yeah. Direct bullshit. or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and they give you, you know, t- ten to thirty NES games and ten to thirty SNES games. There's no reason it shouldn't be in the hundreds. Yeah, uh, but except for just you know, like what, what? I mean, I get why it wouldn't be in the hundreds. Maybe have it rotate like a Game Pass type thing. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, but the, the fan base has literally been screaming at Nintendo for for the last four years give us earthbound on the switch give us earthbound on the switch give us this give us that give us these rare games that we don't want to spend 150 dollars for a physical copy of i had earthbound on snes boys i got that little little strategy guy with the scratch and sniff stickers i had it i paid 120 120 dollars for it back then it would probably cost me close to 350 now yeah i make that kind of money now but also like could, could I live with myself if I spent that on Earthbound? Yeah. I mean, you and should scratch and sniff. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Look, could you? Maybe, but should you? Yeah, like, like, like if I if I went if I went on eBay and bought that right now, I have to put a I have to put a gun on my mouth on my birthday, right? And that's yeah. just too ironic. You can't die on your birthday. No, uh, no, no. Um, but yeah, it's just <laughs> they, Nintendo needs to get out of their own way. They could have so many other re- alternative revenue streams just through, you know, digital sales, man, and they just won't fucking do it. Yeah. But mostly, but mostly, but, but mostly, fuck you, MGM, right? That's, I mean, that's that's who yeah. pulled this, right? It wasn't Nintendo, or was it Nintendo? No, no it, was it was MGM. MGM. We just got a little sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, hey, I gulped my goo. Okay, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> okay, that garbage. My gum so, drops. Gargle that oh. gooch. <laughs> Sorry, gargle magooch. Gotta keep that M in there. Magooch. Magooch. Steve Maguchin. <laughs> Steve McGuchin. Steve McGuchinberg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, gargle my glory hole? No. Wait, 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 no. Doesn't, doesn't work, doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 you could gat, gat, gat my glory hole. Gonzo my gonads. <laughs> Gonzo my go. Okay, I like that. Anyway, that wraps up our weekend review, boys. We got some trailers to watch. We have, uh,. One, two, three, four, five whole trailers to talk about. Some of them weird. Some of them clearly calculated. Glaze my giggle stick. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. come on. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Choice. Yeah, I can't. Calm, I mean, calm down, Weebs. It's an 18 plus giggle stick. <laughs> and we promise it looks 18 plus, you fucking yeah. perverts. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> first trailer is a video game trailer. It is Aliens Fireteam Elite. The cooperative third-person survival shooter that drops your team of, I think, four uh, Marines into a desperate fight to control the Xenomorph threat. There are 20 different enemy types, 11 different Xenomorphs along the evolutionary scale, from facehuggers to Praetorians. Um, this comes out in PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, uh, August 2021. It comes out pretty soon. Oh, wow. I kind of like the trailer. 
That was the most surprising part of it. And an alien game looks not great, but it looks like it might be good. It looks might not be that bad. What I'm what I'm confused about is this an asymmetrical game? Like, are there going to be people controlling xenomorphs? It doesn't really make that clear. It looks like it's more of just a feel like it's going to be. It's going to have that option. Like, you know, like, so. like yeah, Predator at least Hunt- if it doesn't come out at first, it probably will have it. Eventually. Well, I mean, have you guys seen Predator Hunting Ground at all? Where they did, they did kind of like the Friday the 13th thing, but with yeah. the Predators. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be that, that we're just getting a teaser here, right? Like first with Predator Hunting Ground, we got a cinematic trailer. Uh, and then we got a game, like a more specific gameplay trailer where it showed us playing from both sides. I think they're like, they're going to implement the, the alien mode, right? Like where you're going to, you're going to play as a xenomorph hunting people down. Honestly, even if they, I 100% think they they will if it's not there at launch, uh, or that it is there at launch. But even if they don't, it feels like like Left for Dead with with Xenomorphs. Xenomorphs yeah, exactly. I that's, would still fucking play it. That's the same feel that I got from it. I don't know well, if you guys played third person, right? Uh, third person. Yeah. 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 I don't know if yeah. you guys played like years ago. I don't remember the name of it, but uh, there was a a game that was like Marines versus aliens, and you could Colonial play Marines. The, was it Colonial Marines? And it was terrible when you played as the aliens. It was so disorienting because like obviously they can jump on ceilings and shit. And so whenever yeah. you do that, you just jump up and then your whole perspective would like shift because now you're upside oh, down. No. And as you're crawling around like a cylindrical hallway, it's just shifting. And it was so fucking nauseating and impossible to play. So as long as they don't do that, if you can play as aliens, that would be pretty fucking tight. Uh, <laughs> I got to shake this one up, guys. I think this looks fucking terrible. Do you really? I had yeah. a feeling you would, honestly. Yeah, as as a, as like, I mean, like, I, I love anything that's going to push the the, you know, 1v4, 1v5, like, you know, horror scenario genre forward. It needs more uh, innovation. It needs more, um, it needs to change the scenery. And this could, this could be cool. But the problem is it looks like it's going to be the Resident Evil 5 equivalent of those types of games where it's an emphasis on action. Like Alien at its best was terrifying. It was, it was, that's a good point. It was, it was that you're like, like look at alien isolation, right? That is the best. That's one of the best survival horror games I've ever played. That is the best alien game. That, that game is better than about 80% of the movies with the exception of alien and aliens. Uh, and it's, it's canonical. Why, like why, why are we wasting resources and time on flavor of the week, which is what this is going to be. This like this wear out. It's welcome very quickly. Even if it is fun, how long could it possibly be fun for? Right. Um, that is something I like, like the indication that I got from it was, all right, if you actually had like a class based game like this, where like you had someone who was like a defense, like you put up barriers and a dude who was like a demolitionist blowing shit up. And then one guy who, you know, whatever, like, I don't know, he like, that would be cool, but there was nothing in the trailer that kind of made it seem like it was anything more than you're yeah. all just people with big guns that shoot aliens. They they say yeah. customize your fire team and then they show somebody with a flamethrower and somebody with a regular gun. <laughs> <laughs> there, there could be you could do two things in this game. <laughs> there could be way more to it. it I, I'm not going to like completely shit on it. I mean, yeah. I you know I do I literally just did, but I'm going to wipe. I'm going <laughs> to flush. Wipe. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to keep shitting on it. Uh I'll try to remain optimistic, but like, there's so many good like we like we talked about this week. Like, we have Ash versus or that the Evil Dead game coming out. Yeah, um, that looks incredible. We have Back for Blood. Like, it just feels like this. This is something that had it been announced at E3, no one would be talking about it. You know what I mean? No, yeah. probably not. There's a reason they waited a week or two, and they were like, "Oh, by the way, you know," because like, who would who would give a shit in comparison to like even the lackluster E3 we had? This is still like the dud to me out of all the yeah. trailers we watched. 
And I was wondering, but, like, I, I, I do agree with you. Like, if it's a game that's 20, 30 bucks and it's kind of yeah. not the most extensive thing, I wouldn't be mad. But I, yeah. I, I that was kind of the, the how I was going into it. Like, if it's full yeah. price, I'm not seeing anything in the trailer that justifies me spending $60 on it. But if yeah, it's just right. like 20 bucks and like you and your buddies get together and you just blow shit up for a little bit, I wouldn't mind that. I'd be OK with it. So I'm thinking about it the same way that I think about the hunt, the hunt, uh, sorry, Predator Hunting Grounds game because mm-hmm. I bought that on sale. I'm not familiar with that. I gotta look for for it. like twenty bucks, and I still have yet to play it. You know why? Because nobody <laughs> plays. I was like, yeah. oh, twenty looks, bucks. I got it. For, I got it for PS4. I was like, I'm not playing this with randoms. That's not gonna be fun. So I have it. I have it sitting here. I think it's still actually in its shrink wrap. I don't think I've even fucking opened it. It got pretty terrible reviews. <laughs> I mean, it looks cool, and in theory, it should be cool. But the problem is like. When you play a game of that caliber, you want to recreate those moments, those big iconic, like you want to recreate the oh, fucking Arnold's covered yeah. in mud, holding up a flaming torch, but you're not going to get that experience. It's literally just going to be like you and a bunch of randoms who aren't fucking paying attention, getting themselves killed. And then you have to one V one, but you're not meant to one V one because it's a four V one. So by the time you get that iconic moment, you're not, you're fucking Dutch, bro. You're not, or no, you're not fucking Dutch. <laughs> you're, the, you're fucking, what's his name? No, doesn't it's, matter. It's you're, Dutch. Yeah, it is. Well, no, no, like, but you don't get to be Dutch. By the time oh. you're 1v1ing, you're, like, so outgunned and underprepared because the assholes you were playing with did nothing to, move to like, move the damage forward or move the objectives forward. I don't even know what the objectives are. And I've watched countless cinematic trailers and countless gameplay trailers for Predator. I think the objective is just not to die. Yeah. So that's why, that's why when I see this, I'm like, oh, reskinned Predator. Yeah. I just have to say, well, it's, when it's, you did the Arnie scream, I had that on Mixer as, like, a soundbite on my, uh, on my soundboard. And people abuse the fucking shit out of it. That scream it's is so like good. literally 44 <laughs> seconds long. And yeah. people would just keep doing it as soon as it ended. They'd do another one. And it was, I had to put a fucking like five minute cooldown on it because people just abused the shit out of it. You just gave me PTSD. I immediately started sweating as soon as you mentioned the army scream. That was my favorite part about Predator until I started streaming. And now I fucking hate it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, Predator is currently on sale for $15 on Steam. Uh, epic. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, nope. Mm, stinky. But I, stinky, I, I, stinky I, I know that Derek's a dirty boy. He's got epic and stuff. Yeah, that, that's do. a stink. To quote, to quote Chris, that's a stinky Vietnam, right? We're not, we're not going to the epic store. <laughs> oh, it's fifth. It's just fifteen flat on Steam. Steam's actually cheaper. Okay. Oh, it's, suck it's actually it, got mostly positive reviews. I would, uh, I would give it a shot honest. with you fellows. I, I don't know if it's cross plat or not. I would, I would cross, legit, plat, cross plat, cross plat. I would legit play it like if, if I don't, especially if I don't cross have to fight again. If, if, if I could, if I could cross play this fucking game, uh, with you guys, it does say cross platform multiplayer on here. I'll do it. I'll fucking, I'll do it. I'll fucking, I'll fucking do it. I'll do it I haven't bought times. anything on on Summer Sale yet. I don't know why. I, well, I know why because I took all that time off when my son was born and I don't have any money. That's exactly why. <laughs> oh, baby oh, boy, I got reminded why. Baby boy, you got a wish list. I, I don't. I had one thing on there and you bought Scott's it. Scott's told me. me like three yeah. times to update my wish list. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was planning on like on like gifting the bullies a couple of little little like nothing crazy, but like I don't, I don't even know I, if anything good has been on this summer sale. Like I haven't, I haven't Oh, looked. there's there's a bunch of cool stuff. Alright, I'll look uh, after we're done. I'll see if boys, l- boys we'll get, well, guess l- what? lunch lady adding, lunch lady adding, is like three uh, bucks. <laughs> adding hunting grounds to my wish list. Boom. Adding lunch lady to my wish list. I'm doing a live mm-hmm. on the pod. I don't give a mm-hmm. shit. You guys are gonna mm-hmm. fucking Wait mm-hmm. for yeah, me. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm done already. I'm, I'm already done. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So we have another trailer to talk about. This one, I don't. Do you, do you boys uh, have Devour? No, you don't. I don't even know what Devour I don't know what is. It is. Yeah. 
Scott Scott's the king of like knowing about all these like kind of niche like horror ga- group horror games and he'll be like let's play pacify I'm like yeah. what the fuck is it's pacify It's always like a slightly scary word you could make it up just be like you guys ever play <laughs> infringe like something that's yeah. just sort of like oh I'm not yeah. sure about that one You guys ever played DMV How do you- uh, that was a bad joke I'm sorry Uh next up we have a trailer about the earth I, I wish Will Smith oh, oh, introduced. No. <laughs> I wish Will Smith. No. Will Smith introduced the trailer and said, "Welcome to Earth," and then punched the screen. Boom! Nineties reference. Uh, the guy. It's called Gaia, which <laughs> means Earth. Uh, it looks like it's supposed to be a horror movie where I don't know the Earth is mad at us. I don't know what the fuck's going on in this trailer. Uh, Scott, I assume you put the trailer in here because it says, uh, "How is this not copyright infringement?" Yeah. What What are you referring to? What is this ripping off of? Because it's uh, not the, immediately the, the, clear to me. Vi- to visually, The Last of Us, right? They look, oh, they look, because of it the... Look, they look the like, they, it looks like a clicker, right? Like It has like because the, of the split yeah. head and the blossoming... Uh, you know, like It looks to me like someone... Oh, I gotta someone, rewatch it. I didn't see that at and all. That, there's a dude who's got mushrooms going out of his back. I gotcha. The fungus yeah, it, among us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really... It just. I mean, like, visually, it... I mean, obviously, it's not the same thing, right? But it, it's supposed to be, like, somewhere in... in, in uh, you know, I, I, from the trailer, I, I got that it was supposed to take place in South America somewhere, and that there's this uh, cr- cryptid type thing, like right, like this this elusive mytholo- uh, mythological creature that actually exists. I think cryptid is the right word for that, like how people say Bigfoot and like the Chupacabra cryptids. Yeah, uh, like, th- this thing's like, a, but, it, but 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 it's so old that it's like it's a demigod that's just existed forever, and people worship it, like locals worship it, but it also infects and spreads. Uh, we don't know to what extent. We don't know what kind, like whether it assimilates and then control. Like we, we mostly just see this thing and we see people like afflicted with some kind of disease in this. But the whole thing reminded me very much of the last of us in a way where like, I kind of want to figure out a way to buy this movie on a platform so we can all watch it for next week. It looks like it's going to be bad, but do some things really like some things really well. I don't think um, it's going to be bad. I thought it looks really cool. I thought it looked I'm interesting. Sure it's going to be bad. And I like a good, uh, when it's properly done, man versus nature type thing, which it seems like that's the theme here. I, I don't know. I thought it looked cool. Cinematography was good. Creepy music. Creepy atmosphere. I did not get a Last of Us vibe whatsoever from this. I was wondering what the copyright infringement thing was. Uh, but uh, no, I don't know. I think it looks kind of cool. Bro, I'll watch that shit tonight. I'll put that shit on. I'll be tonight. like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. I don't like that one. Um, yeah, so anyway, sorry. Put a little come on the end of it. We're, oh, hey. Just on the end. Just a tip. Uh, so the, the, the sort of um, elevator pitch for this movie, the... the what is the fucking summary? That's what I couldn't think of. My brain could not. We have to start doing that before we all start talking about it, because then we just start talking about something that we haven't even like introduced the concept of. Yeah, we're really bad. At it. We're wait, really, wait, really wait, bad. At it. I'm sorry. I'm, Welcome I'm, to the cynical nerd, where you're here for the common fart jokes and no actual news. Uh, so the, the summary for this film is on a surveillance mission in a primordial forest. I didn't even say South America. Just a primordial forest. A park ranger in the primordial. Forest? What? All right, sorry. I shouldn't be picking apart the summary. A park ranger encounters two survivalists following it. Doesn't primordial mean that there's like nothing there? It's like the Amazon rainforest. That's her fucking. Well, I, I, I think primordial just means like it's been like since the beginning of time, right? Like before uh, history. Everything's so been since the it's beginning just, of time. Just, <laughs> yeah, but no, but no, but they mean like we mean like before the the history of recorded time, like as in like man's tracking of time, like right, pr- like right. primordial ooze would be like before the time of the dinosaurs. It'd be like what the first fish 
person with legs crawled out of would be the primordial ooze, right? Right. What if right. you called your cum primordial ooze? Uh, I'm gonna Ooh, start I'm doing gonna that. Prime. <laughs> I'm about to prime. Ooh, Optimus Prime. Uh, anyway, let me let me get through this without getting mad again. On a surveillance mission in a forest, a park ranger encounters two survivalists following a post-apocalyptic lifestyle. The boy and his philosophical father seem to have that. That's a philosophical God it, father. Uh, God damn it, that's bothering me too. The boy and his father. Seem to have their own religion and a mysterious relationship to nature. What is a philosophical so clearly, father? Is it just some guy you know who like, like reads you like <laughs> reads you Nietzsche and you don't even like yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Just God, this old guy who memorized the art of war and he never shuts the fuck up. <laughs> uh, the mysterious relationship to nature part makes me feel like they're like fucking tree stumps or something like or or uh, fu- fucking that that demigod right mm. right in her right in her face pussy. Right in her Amy Schumer. Swollen. Right in her, right in her Schumer. Oh, oh, God. Can you imagine if somebody called their vagina their Schumer hole? How fast you get a flaccid dick? Put it right yeah, in my shoe. You gotta shoot in the oh, Schumer gonna, hole. You gotta coom in the shoe. <laughs> no, you can't coom in the shoe. You don't coom in the shoe. Yeah, no one wants to get the shoe pregnant. Oh, wait. Oops. Uh, there Tiny are many shimmies. suspicious aspects to this existence, but when the cabin is attacked by strange post-human beings one night she learns that there is a greater threat in this emergent wilderness gaia is an ecological horror fantasy which engages the burning issues of our time i a couple points got knocked off this movie just off the top from that fucking summary no who who wrote that Uh, summary though is that that a third party summary because it's like somebody who wanted to sound smart was trying to summarize the movie i assume the studio did like just underneath the trailer. It's usually just what they I, release. I the gotta, synopsis of the film. I, I've got to be honest with you. Like the trailer looks smart, but that synopsis sounds like a dumb person <laughs> read a dictionary. <laughs> the trailer looks like the descent, except instead of being underground, everyone's tripping on mushrooms. That's yeah, the vibe like, yeah. that I got from that's, it. That's that's uh, fucking. That's really accurate. Yeah. The summer. The summary sounds like Amy Schumer wrote it. I uh, wish I would have stumbled and now upon a break this from our sponsor. I wish I would have stumbled <laughs> upon this without knowing what it was about. And like, like remember how we watched the descent for the first time? And yeah, like, and it was I, just I, like what? <laughs> yeah, like, 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 well, we we did that with a few movies back when we lived together when we were yeah. kids, like, like The Descent, and that what was that French movie uh, where the girl ends up being the killer and she doesn't know it the whole time? Oh, 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 oh uh, high tension, high tension, high tension. Yeah, yes. that movie was fucked up, dude. Yeah. Up. Oh my god. Um, but I, I want. I wish I could discover more movies that way, like where it's like this one. Yeah. This one's it, it. You know, like I feel like this could have been one of those films if the trailer didn't give away so much yeah. but also I don't, I don't know i feel like getting- the issue is that like when you're a kid maybe your expectations are lower or maybe we really did just happen to take a chance on a couple movies that were really good and so you thought like that's what you have to do you have to take a chance and now, now most of can. the movies yeah <laughs> like and you waste your whole fucking afternoon watching a piece of shit and it's like it just sucks to to get home from work and you have a couple hours of just you time and you watch take a risk on a movie that ends up being really bad. And then it's like, well, I got to go to bed now. So, I mean, yeah. you know, have you ever just stopped the movie 45 minutes in and just decided to beat off the remainder of your alone time? I, I, sometimes I go do it and I don't pause the movie. So I'm like, that way I get through it quicker, you know, <laughs> that's fair, 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 fair. Uh, yeah. If you want to watch that for next week, I'm totally down to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. I didn't know it was out. So yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd like it's uh, it's it out, out for digital. So I can probably just rent it on my prime account. We can all log in and watch it. Burp. Very cool. Excuse me? Is what that burp meant. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! What was the episode? Oh, right. It was going to be the the tombstone of Bob yeah. and Coco. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, that makes if, me if you could add Amy Schumer placing flowers on the grave, that would just be <laughs> or just her big fat greasy pussy just slathering across like a slug with like leaving a snail uh, trail behind it. That's one thing that will never curse my browser history, my friend. <laughs> Except it's uh, not slug juice; it's just bacon grease. Oh, <laughs> oh, I feel like if you go- I feel like if you Googled Amy Schumer's pussy, your computer would just kill itself. <laughs> <laughs> no, Google would be like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> yeah, yeah age verification. Sure? And no matter what you put in, it, it just, it just fails yeah, no, it just. I feel like if you Google Amy Schumer's pussy, it should pull up two browsers: one that shows you the image search results, and one that gives you the American Suicide Hotline <laughs> website. <laughs> And there's a specific, oh, no. like, Amy Schumer division that they like. Yeah. It's like, did you see Amy Schumer's pussy? You thinking about ending it all? Yeah, well, that's like the serious line. <laughs> they know that people. Schumer yeah, pussy hotline, like... your life is worth it. Yeah. yeah. They know if There is life after Schumer line. pussy. The <laughs> <laughs> quality might be severely <laughs> diminished. Yeah. Schumer pussy well, is like, anonymous. <laughs> the good news is, after seeing Amy Schumer's pussy, like, you probably would never see another vagina that you wouldn't want to eat again in comparison, right? Yeah. right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know what they say, bro. Rising tide raises all ships. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, a serious question. Would you rather uh, have sex with Amy Schumer on live television or put your peen in a guillotine? Uh, live television. I feel like this is an episode Absolutely. of uh, Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I like I like my penis far too much to to chop him off. Yeah, but you know, but you know, you that. know that no one would ever touch that thing again once it's been in her, right? Like, no, like you couldn't wash it enough. Yeah, but I, I Sam would be like, the yeah, mark we can of do it Amy again. Schumer is on you. People just <laughs> yeah. know wherever you go. It's like, it's like I, the I, black spot from Pirates of the Caribbean, but it's just it's the like, entire head of your cock has mold on it. <laughs> it's it's like the scarlet letter. I have to walk around with a big yeah. A on my fucking shirt. Yeah. Uh, no, but, just a just right. a big just a big Y for yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, move on. Next I think next I think I figured out my birthday wish. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh oh oh! I got you caught in a conundrum, Derek. Do you hate Amy Schumer? Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck Amy Schumer! I hate not, Amy Schumer. I'm not, I'm not coming on Amy Schumer. I'm not a great conundrum. Like. The choice is still mine. Like, if Derek hates it, I have to decide whether I would or would not come on it. I'm not coming on Amy oh, Schumer. That's not okay. fun. Take away your free will to Coombe, just for this question. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, next trailer. I'll, I'll come oh. on her grave. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, at that point, it's just a choice between gray slabs, right? <laughs> Which <laughs> All right, this is I feel like, I feel like, I feel like you, you use that same sentence to describe her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> we opened right. up this episode talking about how we haven't been canceled yet. I just want to remind you guys of that. I would defend. Well, that's not true. I would defend most things on this podcast. I I don't know. We're all pretty liberal fellows most, yeah. for the most part, socially, uh, and try to. Try to—I don't know why I'm taking such a serious turn all of a sudden—but I've tried our hardest to make sure that when we talk about controversial things, we present an open uh, conversation about it. I would never shut anybody out. However, uh, I mean, Amy Schumer's gonna die, right? <laughs> like she's gonna to. go. Yeah, she's gonna go. Yeah. 
Okay, she's next. So uh, she doesn't get buried near Bob, though. She can't be anywhere near Bob. She's got to be. We should just cremate her, right? Yeah, no one's gonna want to visit that grave anyway. Yeah, no tombstone for Amy Schumer. Mm -mm. No tomb for Schum. (laughs) (laughs) You think? (laughs) Do you think even the ashes would smell? They would probably still smell, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh. (laughs) All right, I could rag on Amy Schumer all day. Unfortunately. There's a new trailer for Halloween Kills that we have to talk about. So, yeah, it is unfortunate, isn't it? <laughs> what well, do you mean? Oh, I, Scott, no. I, no, no, front, front Street. May, may oh, I? May front I? Street, please, please. This, tra- front this street. trailer was so fucking good that I went oh back and watched. That I went back and watched the the two, two, uh, 2018 Halloween reboot. I understand that you might not be crazy about the Halloween movies because like 90% of them are bad. But the way John Carpenter has reclaimed his, his his franchise and said, yeah, all that other shit was fucking stupid. That wasn't me. None of it counts is brilliant. And the, the 2018 movie is one of the best horror movies we've gotten in a decade because it does. exactly. I, what we I've talk- never seen it. It does exactly what we talked about last week. There's no big twist. It's literally just scary and a well-told story start to finish the way it needs to be. There, there's no subverting expectations. It's literally uh laurie strode saying he's gonna get out someday he's gonna kill everybody and then he gets out and fucking kills everybody and she gets that satisfaction of knowing that the last 40 years of her life that she lived like a fucking crazy shut-in weren't for nothing uh and the way that movie ends and the way this trailer picks up is perfect it reminds me of how they bridged the og halloween to halloween 2 back in the day when john carpenter stole the reins of it and I'm so fucking excited for this. Um, before Derek's smugness spills out over onto the microphone, I got—I just got to say, he's got this little smirk on his face. It looks like he's just about to go, I fucking hate it. Uh, I haven't seen the 2018 reboot, but I'm going to watch that for next week. I, am I the only one who hasn't seen it? No, I haven't seen it either. It's, okay, I'm going to watch it. You don't have to. Really I, I just good. I meant to watch it, and I just never did. Uh, I had no reason not to watch it. Um, the one thing in this trailer I did really like is when he out of the burning building and just murdered all the firefighters yeah I yeah i hated exactly. that so much it felt like it was like watching a fucking john wick movie or something like what bro is this like a bro. fucking like a serial killer movie or it, like he grabs the one he's like let me get my chainsaw to fight this guy and he just turns it against him oh i hated it so much it was Dude, so cheese the the way the way the first one and i mean like clearly the first i'll, one wa- ends I'll watch ha- it too i'll watch it I, I, I haven't but the, clearly the way the first one ends has something to do with, with the way this trailer begins, right? So if, if you haven't seen that one, it's hard to be excited about the opening sequence as much because it does feel a little ridiculous. But obviously, the you know the first movie ends with that house fire. We're picking up right where that one left off, very much in the same way that the original Halloween ended with him falling out and disappearing, and then them going to the mental hospital with Dr. Loomis in the second one. Uh, so this mirrors that in a really, a really interesting way where it's almost like John Carpenter saying, like, you know, um, the first... The, it's almost like he's saying this is my my new trilogy that kind of stands on its own from that first movie. And he's kind of repeating the same pattern, right? Like it's meant to be three films. Um, they're pat like as they're driving away in the truck, like the first movie just ends with them escaping, right? Like I'm not going to give away the specifics, but obviously if they're all alive, we all know that that's not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. We see them driving past in the truck that, that they got in watching the fire trucks go and you see them all screaming, let it burn like the panic in their faces after everything they just went through makes perfect sense. And then watching a firefighter go in to rescue who he thinks is someone trapped in a burning building. And it's a fucking killer that's been terrorizing the town all night. It, it, it just it's good writing. It really is, especially for a horror movie. It, it, it's the only logical way he could have gotten out of there. And the way they did it and managed to turn it into like a, a giant action 
set piece at the very beginning, like set the I tone. I agree. It, like the idea of a firefighter going in to save him, like that's scary. Like that's good horror. Like because you're like, fuck, get out of there. That's the whole like aspect yeah. of all those. They don't, they don't know cheesy, who they're saving. Like, they don't know that that they're saving someone who's gonna. Yeah, Kill them all. but that sequence was fucking uh, Freddy and or, or Jason in space and Freddy versus Jason tier with him fighting the firefight. It was so bad, dude. I, I like, mean, I, I had to look away from the screen. I'm not even the, kidding. It the was trailer, like the trailer cut it away, cut it in a really fast way to get it all in there in a short period of time. There's no way it's going to be cut like that. You know what I mean? That's going to be like a brutal scene that's going to like play out with him one by one killing his way out because the first the first movie in this trilogy did that a lot. It would be one continuous shot of Michael was out fucking about like looking around like making his way back to his childhood home and he encounters somebody along the way and it would just be like one continuous shot of him going in, into a house killing somebody and then walking right back out mm -hmm. the front door you know like going, going through the back door murdering somebody and going out the front door and just going about his business if we get a right. shot tracked like that here i think you're honestly <clears throat> gonna love the way this scene turns out the writing of the scene i think is fucking awesome i think like that's the that's the only way they could have possibly made this into a sequel obviously because otherwise he burns to death um I'm just I'm so excited for it, man. and that opening scene I think was my that opening cut of the trailer was my favorite part of it. I actually don't have much else to say. I I, I don't like it. I think it looks bad. I think I already said everything I have to say about the fire scene. Um, the lines uh, one was um, "What do we do? We fight." Made me just want to kill myself. I just wanted to die right then and there. It, it's just <laughs> over for me after that. It was so corny. It was so cheese. And then there was one. Uh, uh, oh, this ends tonight. Like this is the fucking Matrix or something. Just, just bad, I, bad dialogue. Just. I feel like Derek doesn't like any horror movie that's not a twenty four. No, that that's not true. <laughs> I, 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 I like the early Halloween movies, and I actually this is actually but, sacrilegious, but I like the Rob Zombie ones too. I the, like the, the old so, slash. Rob Zombie uh, ones are great. Uh, but but the thing is, like horror movies have always had that level of cheese. Like all the biggest, most iconic ones, like. That's in the 80s, place. though, it's it's yeah, not the 80s but I mean, anymore. I mean, look at Scream. You know what I mean? Look at look at any mod, any more modernized versions of like the Halloween movies that came over into like the, the 90s and the early 2000s. Some of those were really bad. But yeah. the dialogue has been consistent throughout all of them. Like like every Freddy Krueger movie, every uh, Friday the 13th, they've all had that cheese. They all have those one liners because like they want to be 80s action movies still, no matter how far we get from the 80s. It's true. I, I yeah. guess I mean the new I feel like the new Freddy movie, which I don't know what like what the how the jury is out on that. But I, I liked it. Newish. It's like 10 years old. But yeah, um, that didn't have the same. And I know that that's with the original Nightmare on Elm Street like that cheesiness of it is is a part of its charm. But no, I like cut and dry horror movies. I like the A24 movies like I don't I don't mind saying it. I think a lot of them are good. Some of them are really bad. Same as the more mainstream horror movies. But I just think this looks fucking bad. Like. <laughs> Uh, the, the dialogue throughout was horrible. They spoiled like the whole fucking movie, by the way, in the trailer. Like, you know exactly what's going to go down. They showed like how many people like their faces high and tight like this getting stabbed through the throat. It was like literally 20 people. And like, all right, the moment <laughs> I see them on screen, I know that they're going to die. Like that's the, there's no element of surprise to that whatsoever. Jamie Lee Curtis, who I like, I'm not talking shit on Jamie, but she was just bad in this. She was bad in this trailer. I hated it. Wow. I would suggest that you guys watch the uh, 2018. I will. Movie. I will. And then, and then, and then, you know, like, you know, we'll see. We'll see how you feel about it <laughs> if, when it's contextualized a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. I will absolutely watch. Yeah. I, uh, I, so, I mean, I didn't really give thoughts about the trailer. I, I thought it was okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have a lot to say about it. I, I don't have the context of the first film. It looked fine. 
Um, I was actually, I really liked the the firefighter scene. I thought that was great. I know we've already talked about it. I don't really have anything else to add. I mean, sure, I'll watch it when it comes out. I thought Jimmy Lee Curtis was totally acceptable. Eric, hater, hater. It's okay. It's it's very rare that we get into it like that, though. Which we didn't really get. We didn't even get into. No, it. I love you. Call. I love you, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but, look, we. But it, I wasn't, it's, it's I wasn't like attacking you. Big... Let me be clear. I wasn't attacking. Oh yeah, you. No. I was attacking oh, no, this no. movie. <laughs> no, no, but but the thing is, like when you watch when you watch the 2018 Halloween, it is it recaptures the same energy of the original from yeah. the 80s so perfectly that it's like even if you're not in love with certain aspects of it, it's hard not to appreciate what it's doing and the fact that John Carpenter's like reclaiming his namesake. You know what I mean? Like yeah. someday John Carpenter is gonna pass away. And it's going to say Halloween director dies at age, whatever the fuck he is. Yeah, it's, it's his it's his we talked about it last week about, uh, you know, James Cameron trying to make Avatar his Halloween. You know, I mean, this is this is this is uh, John Carpenter's Star Wars. And granted, it's not as big of a franchise. No one's going to buy it for four billion dollars. But uh, he's made a mark on horror, man, like he, Halloween inspired hundreds of other uh, copycats that followed throughout the 80s and 90s. One of which being Friday the Thirteenth, uh, and unfortunately, I think we also talked about this the other week. Uh, the critical success of Friday the Thirteenth kind of sullied or tarnished the the brand of Halloween, and it became this churn out one every couple years. Now he's killing her little cousin. It's like, well, why the fuck would he care about this yeah. eight year old he's never fucking met who lives in Iowa? Um, That's also like like, and I yeah. think that that does factor into this. By the way, is that like you know those classic uh, uh, slasher films? It's like you have. Uh, Mike Myers, you have Freddy, and you have Jason. I always think I liked, it was a tie between Freddy and Jason, and like Mike mm-hmm. Myers, like, the Halloween movies were, they were always good to me, but they weren't like, I really liked the Freddy movies, and, and yeah. Jason movies. Yeah, um, they're more other creative. Other than Freddy versus Jason, of course, but uh, oh, I, I love that one, it's so bad. For, for it's like, so- it's corny factor, it is it yeah. is good to appreciate, but um, uh, so I think that like, Halloween movies were always second tier to me to begin with even the ones i did like but no i'll watch the 2018 i'll watch this one too i i I never mind you know taking a risk on a movie and of course just love talking about it on the show so i uh, kind of actually agree with derek i if i had to rate the older horror movies i would not put halloween near the top i i just always thought the guy in the generic white mask was boring as fuck Mm -hmm. oh i mean it's fair uh he always felt like a discount jason to me Mm-hmm. Well, the crazy thing is, he came first. That's what he really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but all like well, when the first, the first two Friday the Thirteenth, the first killer is uh, Mrs. Loomis. Yeah, She's, and then he has like a pillowcase. Sorry, 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 Mrs. Voorhees, Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah. Uh, and then he, had, yeah, then he had a sack over his head. And it wasn't until Friday the Thirteenth Part Three that he actually got the hockey mask. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also believe that Halloween released before. The first Friday the Thirteenth. I want to say it was like seventy eight. Mm-hmm. I know Halloween is old as fuck. Yeah, let me let me double check here. Uh, how did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, nineteen seventy eight. I was right. Yeah. Uh, and then Friday the Thirteenth, I believe, was eighty two or was it seventy nine? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, how do you guys feel about Jason Takes Manhattan? I know the uh, there's a big divide on that one. That was always uh, that was always my favorite. It's I mean it's the I, worst one, but it's the best. Because it's the worst, right? Like he yeah. punches the guy's head off. He punches his head off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So in 1980s when the first. Yeah. So there's a two year gap between yeah. when Friday the 13th series started. 
Halloween started it all. And the, the thing is, uh, the first two Halloween movies were, were meant to be grounded. They weren't meant to be larger than life, right? So he's, a, he's just a kid who had some, some issues, some psychological problems, who snapped and murdered his sister. And then he escapes, and he goes to kill uh, his other sister, his younger sister, who's still alive, Laurie. Uh, and it was it was meant to be grounded to be something that would actually terrify you. You know, it takes place in a town that's based on Haddonfield, New Jersey, yeah. which is literally 15 minutes from where I live um, and where TCN lives. What I'm saying is what I'm saying is track us down on Google streets yeah. and murder us in our driveways. Uh, <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you didn't. That'd be cool. I'm, yeah, I'm like uh, 45 minutes away. You have to yeah. determine the direction. If you figure <laughs> yeah. out which direction, mm-hmm. then you kind of deserve to. Yeah. If you find and murder me, murder then me. TCN's not far. It's like it's just like if you gotta find the breakdowns. <laughs> but good luck. Good luck finding finding Derek. You gotta yeah. you gotta really yeah. Uh, yeah but, once once you kill Scott, just start a Marco Polo game where you say uh, Amy Schumer's dirty pussy, and I'll, I'll just answer back yuck. and go, "No, thank you." Yuck is way better. Yuck. <laughs> Oh, he's this way. Um, all right, so or, this or you, Halloween- can, you, you can just yell out "Free Assassin's Creed Valhalla DC," and you'll hear Chris go, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> For real, because, sick. Because, because <laughs> hell, hell, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Halloween Kills comes out October fifteenth, which is weird. Why wouldn't you just release it on Halloween? Whatever, no big deal. Uh, and next, we have another horror movie trailer to talk about, which is Candyman trailer mm. number Deuce. Uh, so I don't recall when the first trailer released, but I did remember watching it. I, it might have been before we started podcasting. It's it was a while ago. It was about a year got ago. Got delayed by the pandemic yeah. type yeah. things. What's exciting about this remake or this, I don't know what third, I don't know if it's a remake or a reboot or a true sequel. Um, this is actually going to be directed by Jordan Peele, uh, our bully who did Get Out. Oh, he's he's producing. I believe, producing. Right? Yeah, I don't think he's directing. Oh, yeah. you are correct. It was written by him. Oh shit, it was written by him. This film is directed by uh, Nia DaCosta, written by Jordan Peele, when Rosenfeld and DaCosta. So they're all hanging out, mm-hmm. okay. making some um, I never saw the original films. I know they exist. <laughs> I don't know if they were scary. Uh, yes. Yeah, they were pretty hard. <laughs> they were scary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Jo- uh, listen, I know it's kind of cliche, but Jordan Peele, you know, ever since he released, uh, ever since he did get out, he's kind of had like people pay attention to him whenever he does a new project. Uh, project. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other thing he did that I'm blanking us. on? Us. Thank you. Us. Yeah. That's why, because it was just one word. Um. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I thought the trailer was pretty cool. Um. I forget what's this guy's name. Uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen second, the guy who played the bat, who played the uh, uh, shit Mantis in Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's awesome. I like him a lot, and he's in this. He's the main character in this movie. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it looks pretty cool. There's yeah. this neat animation in the trailer. Um, that's horrifying almost, but it's it's really cool looking. I don't I don't know. I I don't know how much to say about it because I don't know much about Candyman. I think the trailer looks pretty sick. Um, yeah, it comes out this year. It's gonna be it's pretty soon on August twenty seventh. Yeah. yeah, can't yeah, wait. Yeah. Two months. Two um, months from today, actually. Scott, how you feel about it? Uh, I mean, it, uh, <laughs> uh, in the. T- in the- <laughs> In the time since we 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 uh, first covered, like I think we, we talked about this movie at one point before, but it, we missed the first trailer. Uh, yeah. There have been two trailers that have released. Uh, in one of them, they showed like something that kind of like like 
it's it's no uh it's it's kind of like a well-known fact in the 80s and in the 90s a lot of times the black character would die first in a horror mm-hmm. it became like this in this such a big joke that when the Wayne's brothers did scary movie they made they brought that up constantly and made fun of it um yeah. and you know in subsequent uh scary movies as well but there's one part of the first trailer of this where there's like five little white girls in a bathroom and they all together do the Candyman shtick and there's one uh, one black girl who's in the stall. She might be deucing, she might be peeing. It's not our business. It's her <laughs> private time. But she's in the stall and uh, and these girls do the Candyman summoning ritual and like they're like, oh, ha ha ha. Like, you think like they're all together, there's no way something bad could happen. And then all five of them just get fucking slaughtered. And you can't see Candyman's reflection. So you see them getting murdered in the in the reflection of the mirrors, getting torn apart. And one of them drops a little hand mirror, and she's looking at it under the stall. And you're watching a girl get hooked and like almost like possession of fucking Amy. What is it? Fucking uh, Amy. Amy Schumer's <laughs> pussy. Yeah, yeah. Possession of Amy Schumer's <laughs> pussy style. Exorcism of Emily Rose style, like doing like this, almost like a stigmata, getting dragged yeah. up in the air by an un- unseen force. Um, I love what they're doing with this, where he like is becoming possessed by the spirit because he's like awoken something. Yeah. I think that's a really cool way. I like the way they've rewritten the story of this, where it's like it's no longer about you know a, a two hundred year old uh, love sto- like tragic love story. It's more modernized and it's more about police brutality, which is yeah. like something that a lot of a lot of Jordan Peele's uh, movies have like subtle, subtle like very well nuanced little um, nods to. Right? Uh, what was it, Scott? Was it that he was giving candy to kids or something, and the cops figured yeah. he was like doing something wrong, so they killed well, there, him? Or something there were like that. there were razor blades in some candy that kids got, not from him specifically. They don't, but the police just know. Oh, oh there's, they there's, just there's a guy called the Candyman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they they basically we don't know the specifics, but essentially they brutalized him to death yeah uh where i'm not sure where the hook comes from in this canon i'm sure it's gonna be awful i hope they don't cut his fucking hand off on screen they're probably gonna that was a big yeah. part of the og probably gonna um but you know and then after they beat this poor man to death uh the, you know like a week or two later more candy full of razor blades more children got hurt and they find out oh it couldn't have possibly been this guy right uh so it's it's you know and it, it all takes i believe it's supposed to be the projects in cal is it take place in los angeles I'm not sure. I, I think so. I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think they really made it specific. Yeah, uh, but it's supposed to, you know, it's it's kind of modernizing it because, like, every neighborhood growing up has, like, the ghost story of the, you know, like, the Atco ghost or Slab Town Road if you lived in Woodstown. Every area has their little lore, something that the kids just, you know, fabricate over years, and it, it gets, it's like that uh, that story, like, every time you pass along, it gets more grandiose, a little bit more exaggerated. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, like, somebody could have had a car accident on this road 20 years ago but now it's haunted by the ghost of the man whose wife died in the river and it's just like it's their take on that like a modern take on a classic story um i think it looks really fucking cool man and i I really hope we get to see tony todd i hope at some point in the mirror just a cameo from tony todd tony todd as the candy man because we're we're seeing him possessed by the spirit we're not actually seeing the candy man at any point himself yeah i think that that's what they're gonna do i I really hope hope that would be so fucking cool i need i need to see tony todd man because this man is a titan of the horror industry from his his cameos in the uh the final destination movies to his obviously his role as the candy man and i just his his gravelly haunting voice i just need to fucking hear it my god and i like that's why i think that's what they're gonna do because it sounds like you can hear the Candyman talking, not uh, what's the main, the MC who's being possessed by him, but you hear like the Candyman talking in the trailer and he yeah. has a very low, very gravelly voice. And I'm thinking like, I don't know, I could IMDB it, but then that would spoil it. So I don't want to. Um, 
But uh, no, he's done a lot of voice acting work too. Apparently, I I I believe that one hundred percent. But uh, no, I think it looks awesome too. I love when they uh, you opened up with this, so I just want to say I agree with you. I love when they throw sort of horror conventions out the window. Like usually they wait until. Uh, it's just one person by themselves and it's dark yeah. and, and to have this well-lit bathroom filled with people and they all get <laughs> fucking murked. It's just like they're in an yeah. environment where you, the viewer go like, well, nothing's going to happen. Like I've seen a horror movie. I know how this goes down. It's not until one yeah. walks away and then they hear a noise in the closet and then the lights flicker. No, it all happens right there in broad daylight. Um, yeah. In broad daylight. Yeah. Um, I love Jordan Peele. I don't care if it's cliche. I think he's, he's, uh, uh was great as a comedian when he was doing that. And now he makes excellent uh, uh, TV shows and movies. So I'm I didn't like us as much as Get Out. That seems to be the general consensus yeah, yeah. for just about everyone. But it was still good. It was still yeah. well shot and well done. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, like us suffers from that M Night Shyamalan predictable twist. Syndrome, yeah, right? Where, like you yeah. see you see it coming like halfway through the movie, and you're like, okay. Like, yeah. Now I just have to kind of sit through the rest, even though I know what the reveal is going to be. Yeah. 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 But uh, Candyman, there's no. It's just like you know. It's uh, I feel like it, it's 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 harder for that movie to suffer from something like that. Yeah. Um, the elements of what makes Candyman scarier are already in this trailer. I don't know. I, I I'm super yeah. psyched for it. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, the scene, I'll say, you know, final thought. Where the uh, like art curator or whatever like has his hands on the handles of the door and he's like being dragged by this invisible force and he finally lets go and he just smacks his fucking face into the ground. And there's this blood splatter that comes out of his nose. I was like, this movie's gonna be gory and bloody and fucked, <laughs> dude. Yeah. It looks really good. I think we're gonna yeah. see the summer of slashers. You know, what I mean, we're gonna see a revive like well, summer and fall. You know what I mean? Because there's so many great. Uh, horror movies coming out in the next year that have been pushed, like even Antlers. You know what I mean? I think we're gonna see a, a like a real return to form for horror in the next year because the only movies you can push out during this time are the ones that rely heavily on special effects, right? Because mm -hmm. it, yeah, ninety percent of the movie is done in post, and we saw that with The Conjuring. Uh, we see yeah. it with, with like ten other copy paste ghost stories this year. Most of what's released on time has been CGI heavy spook stories, and they all suck. Uh, so between antlers with the practical effects, the cool creature features coming back and Halloween and Candyman, man, it's going to be a great, great season for horror. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, all right, cool. So that, yeah, that comes out August 27th. It's two months from now. Uh, we have one more trailer to talk about before we talk about our, our, our small main topic category. I actually, would you want to go pee now? Do you have to go anybody? I'll, I'll just go pee now. Okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Two little, two, two little poots of main topic. That's all we got for you. Two little poots. Two little poot poots. Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of a kind of a quiet week, all things considered. I mean, it looks like I don't know if I'd mentioned this, but there's a D, there's another DC online uh, event. It's called DC Fandom. It's <laughs> happening next month, I think. Wait, DC uh, like the the game like DC Universe Online? No, no, no. The, oh, okay. the, like like their properties, DC. Oh, it's okay. like they're like their own little online event. Everyone's doing their own thing. Like even all the E3 company, like Sony's doing their own thing. Anyway, yeah. uh, they do. They did one last year. And it was pretty successful. It was when the first trailer for the Batman came out, along with some other stuff. They're doing another one this year, which I think is next month. I could be wrong. DC Fandom 2021, just so I'm not a complete moron. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. Sure. Next month. Just, I hate when the date's not right on fucking front street. It's not going to be next month. It's going to be October 16th. Uh, everybody thought that that's when they were going to have the next Batman trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, that feels far. 
I mean, right? like it does. The first but one, it does, but he, we we've also been kind of in limbo with a lot of, a lot of films in the same way, right? Yeah, that's true. It it just feels like I mean, the movie's coming out what March twenty twenty two. Um, we had one trailer a year ago. Yeah, it's just, it's just. I mean, obviously, I know it's pandemic related, and that's why it's been like this. But anyway, um, thanks for listening. I always feel like this part's kind of weird because if you're here, you're already listening. But fuck it, but fuck it. You can find us on Facebook.com/slash The Cynical Nerd. You can send us an email if you want to at questions at the cynical. Uh, Scott, how can they? Where can they find us at Twitter? Uh, we are at the cynical nerd. We got it back, boys. Oh shit! I feel like I feel like every every week since we've gotten it back, we've mentioned that we've gotten it back, but yeah. I haven't I haven't had a chance to mention it yet. I just listened to it in the playbacks because I'm I'm usually That's peeing or grabbing a beer or doing something. Um, if you guys are still listening after all the Amy Schumer jokes, I just want to thank you guys. <laughs> you are truly, uh, I mean, patient. Probably grew our our listenership to be honest. Yeah, but also like if 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 you're listening to us out loud at work in the office, you are a brave, brave, brave person. You're also probably fired from being honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Probably now jobless. We're sorry. Or, We're not helping yeah. you. You did this to yourself. Uh, uh some, I mean, something, unless something your boss hates Amy Schumer, right? If your boss hates Amy Schumer, he might walk by like, <laughs> yeah, she's a dumb cunt. And then like <laughs> next thing you know, you're invited to to Sunday golf, right? But also, yeah, yeah, you know. And then you get a raise, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you know you move to a bigger house, and really all that so does. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and and then then you get, then you're out at the country club with your boss, you know, just just for a luncheon or some shit, and you see Amy Schumer across the way, uh, and and your boss, oh my god, there she is, and you guys have a little laugh because that's that's a joke you share now, all because you listen to the TCN podcast. You're welcome. We changed the right. we changed your life, changed the entire yeah. Uh, yeah. Your dreams have come true. Yeah. We just sat here Hell in silence yeah. for three minutes straight. We didn't say a fucking word. Okay. Yeah, we just we yeah, decided just, to just make it really weird for everybody. Yeah, yeah. All right. We didn't even announce we were going to be silent so that they weren't sure if, like, they probably turned it off thinking we cut out. Yeah. So now you can say yeah. whatever you want now about Amy Schumer. Yeah. Um, well, I apologize because on my way back from the bathroom, I saw a bag of chips. I was like, I can have one of those, right? And then I ended up having, like, 20 of them. And I was Look sort of chips. in this, like, trance. Oh, sour cream and onion, of course. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't have uh, just chips. one of those. No, no. Do. And uh, eventually, at some point, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I'm recording right now. I, I like completely just forgot. It's actually kind of embarrassing. But anyway, so I'm back, and uh, that was about half. What of would the be embarrassing if you did that for like salt, sea salt, and cracked pepper chips? Right? Like, come on. Yeah. Or like that's triscuits. That, that, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Or like when they try to make wheat thins taste like other things, but it still just tastes like a wheat thin covered in dust. Right? Yeah. Just change the texture. Anything really that flavor. you like need a tall glass of water to wash the taste of out of your mouth after you mm-hmm. eat it, it's just not worth eating, right? So yeah. point. how's that a snack, right? Like yeah. Yeah. it's just a job at that point. You're describing like fifty percent of all checks mix to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love checks mix. Ugh. I like the ones that okay. are like coated in chocolate, you know? <laughs> those are pretty tight. Yeah. Um those are called like muddy buddies or something. Sure. Mm-hmm. But that name makes me like it less, right? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Like, what a gross it. thing to call something. It's just a weird thing. <laughs> Sounds like a butt fucking buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I brought my muddy buddy. Hope that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my muddy buddies. My plus one is that cool? 
Yeah. Um, all right, so and he brought his unwashed cock. <laughs> We're here to party. <laughs> Gross. Never washes. Isn't that weird? Off. Everything but. I didn't. I didn't clean off my butthole either. <laughs> oh no. See, uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. What a transition. Second. <laughs> a second. <laughs> speaking of money, buddies. Uh, so Chang Chi, right? Shang. Shang Shang. Sorry. I mean, look. I don't know if it's right. I'm just. I'm just copying. I'm being a lemming. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings released their second trailer for this film that I keep forgetting is so soon. It's th- like less than three months from now. It's September 3rd. Um, which is right after Candyman. We're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about end mm-hmm. of August, September, I think. Uh, like Scott was saying, I don't really have a lot of notes for this trailer, and, and that's not a bad thing. Uh, I continue to look forward to this movie. I think it looks like a brush of fresh... A brush? A brush. A brush. Yeah. A no, breath. One, one, one a more breath. time. You got it. Yeah. One more time, and if you don't get it, you're fucking done. Yeah. Stop recording. Scott a and I will finish fresh it up. Air. Uh, it looks like a breath of fresh air in the MCU to me. Uh, it just looks like, you know, uncharted territory, but no, it doesn't look like we're going to get another person's filled in backstory, which is the biggest bonus to this film that I can give. Uh, I've really enjoyed the, the notes I have. Um, two things. One, really? You're bringing back Abomination. If it's just a cameo like this, that's kind of cool. If he's just in a, in a round, you're like, yeah. oh, he still exists. Okay, cool. Whatever. It's, I think that's what it's going to be. Um, the second one is that I really enjoy the way they've kind of redone the the rings themselves. Obviously, the, if they left them as actual fucking rings like they were in the comic books, then everyone's going to make allusions to like the Infinity Stones, stuff like that, because they all had like various powers and different colored gems in them. Yeah. Um, and and the way they did it makes so much sense with the uh, culture and the history of which they're coming from to, to be these kind of like wrist arm rings that he uses in combat. I just thought the like there's a flashback to an older battle and he like he he has them and they they kind of shoot down from his arm and he throws energy. I thought it looked fucking badass. Um, I don't yeah I don't really have much else to say besides I think the movie looks cool and I'm looking forward. May, may I? Hell yeah. Um, I feel this, like that was a good one. That was a pretty good one. Uh, I was actually point, excited point, point. to see Abomination in the trailer because I'm, I'm anticipating it just being a cameo, and I'm excited that's, that's that I'm, I'm, I'm excited that that means we're probably not going to see Wolverine in a cage fight, right? Because that'd be the shittiest way to possibly introduce mutants to the, that's true. the MCU is just to have Wolverine yeah. like in a kick. Like, oh, by the way, <laughs> he's been here the whole I, time. You mean, you mean just like you. he was in the original X Men movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, even even if, like even if they did cast Shia Labouf. I would be furious if that's how they introduced the new Wolverine. Uh, but I gotta say, man, like I think this just looks like they're doing less interesting Infinity Stones to me. Like I understand, I understand that they didn't want to have it be too similar and have the rings, you know. But but it doesn't look like we're gonna get any of the special abilities in these rings. It looks like he just throws them around like it's fucking Sonic. It looks so stupid. Uh, <laughs> vis- visually, I don't think they I don't think they look bad. But it looks like they just dumbed it down to make it less interesting. Like. This, this this trailer kind of kind of has me like going from really excited to like all right like it just it looks like standard MCU fanfare now to me. Uh, well, I mean, spoiler alert: it's gonna be standard MCU <laughs> fanfare. I, I just thought I, it was, I was more. I mean, I was interested in in seeing it as more of like a, a like you know a movie about like the fighting style, right? Like, like an emphasis on like I don't want to call it a kung fu movie because I, I feel like that might have some weird. 
you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't mean it like that. I, I don't but, know. I think it is a kung fu movie. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, it's. it's I want, I, I want to see an MCU kung fu movie. I want to be an, stylizing it after one. Yeah. I, I want to see. I want to see something in the vein of like an old Jackie Chan movie. You see stunts. You're like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, like cool shit like that. Where like he's using everything around him as a weapon. You know what I mean? Like that. That mm-hmm. old school. Like we talk about uh, Ip Man, right? And like, yeah. and like yeah. Ung Bak and all those great like kung fu movies that we watched when we were growing up. I want to see something of that caliber, and like the first trailer gave us little. Hitman little is so gl- good, dude. Donnie Yen is my that's my honey, that's my baby boy. The, the first trailer gave us like little little nods to those things, and like in some of the shots, and even if it is CGI, I don't care how they recreate. I just want to see those moments on screen in the MCU. And this looks like it's just going to be like, ma- like magic's going to trump all, and that ruins it for me. That's really all I got. Like I, I don't care about their fuck. Like, why can't he just? use, you know, superior fighting ability and everything around him to best somebody who uses magic. Why does he have to get in on the action and now, like, he's gonna control the ring? Like, fuck you. Fuck you. Kevin Feige. Fair, but I don't know. I, I, I'm still, Kevin like, I, I was never like, ooh, I can't wait for this movie, but, like, the first trailer I went, alright, that actually looks like it might be okay uh, if they do things in the right way. Like, if, if they want to sort of, like, dip into... Uh, you know, the Kung Fu movie thing, then do it right. Don't cut the fucking camera every 0.7 seconds. Like, let shots ride. Get yeah. people who know how to fight so you don't have to, like, frame shots to be, uh, or cuts rather to be, you know, a, a sub-second at a time. Um, you know, do it in the right way and it'll come out well. What I saw in the first trailer seemed like that's, the, there was a possibility they might do that. Um, I didn't see anything that disproved that in this. But this one was much more like it jumped around a lot more, so it didn't like sit and hang as much as the first one did. But it didn't take anything away from my expectation for it. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm still I, I'm kind of like this trailer was cool, but it didn't wow me or anything. I'm I'm still kind of like I said. I'm I'm exactly where I was, and I'm okay with that. Uh, what's his name from um, Doctor Strange? Sorry, Chris is uh, is in this. What's his name again? That's no, fine. Uh, Doctor, who, who from Doctor Strange? I don't know. Who who was about Wong? Yeah, yeah. He just looks like a fat version of my stepdad, so it's hard for me to take him seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's my Fair. final thought. Fair. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, I'm looking look, forward put, to it. Pull him up right now <laughs> to, and tell me he doesn't look like Lee. Pull him up right now and tell me he okay. doesn't look like Fat Lee. All right, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Uh, okay. Feel free to carry on. I'm just going <laughs> to... Carry on, carry on. Uh, that actually wraps up our trailer conversation. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think some of the combat looks really neat. Some of the... Some of it looks like a like Crouching Tiger influence a little okay. bit. Okay, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> And there's the payoff. <laughs> uh, but that wraps up the trailer, boys. We got two things to talk about. Pretty light weekend review to go over, which is fine. We actually still fleshed out the episode pretty well. Uh, our two topics, once again, as a reminder, are Loki episode three and <laughs> the movie Luca. Um, I actually wouldn't mind doing Luca first so that we could just talk about Loki yeah. as much as we want yeah. and then call it. So Luca came out on Disney Plus uh, about a week and a half ago. It is basically... I. It's obviously geared towards a younger audience. I watched it with my my wife and son who watched it kind of for the first half hour and then just fucked off to whatever he was doing. Uh, I don't know. I it was 
it's Pixar. It it was charming. It was it told a nice story. It was heartwarming. Uh, the ending was a little unexpected for me. I didn't think they were gonna like allow them. To, like I didn't think the village was gonna spoiler alert accept them as like monster people. Uh, I don't know. It was it was it didn't impact me heavily as some Pixar movies have. It didn't have one of those holy shit moments for me, but it was just like a, a nice little film to watch and enjoy and thought it was charming and the end. I don't know. That's all I got to say about it. I don't have anything else to say about it. I mean, I, I've heard people say that, like, before watching, I heard people compare it to, like, The Little Mermaid. Right? Yeah, well, I, but, I was but, one but, of them, which I thought yeah. was totally inaccurate. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely, it, it's just about acceptance, right? Like, it's just about, yeah. like, it's about uh, wanting to be accepted by people that are different than you, wanting, like, feeling like maybe where you are isn't where you belong and where you want to be, you don't fit in. Right. Um, but I think this movie did a few things beautifully, like the relationship between uh, Luca and his friend. Oh God, what's his, I forget his name. I'm sorry. Alberto. Uh, uh, Alberto. Alberto. But it, it, it's, this movie's a perfect example of like removing toxic masculinity from like all those old, like, like, you know, like fucking Be- beauty and the beast, right? Like every, every male character in that movie is a piece of shit. But in, in this giant have, bag of dicks. Yeah, in this you have like two little boys running around holding hands, like laying under the stars together. Like it, there's there's no it, it just feels wholesome and and all those old uh I guess weird like t- like guidelines of like what it means to be, you know, a masculine and be a man are erased uh in, in a lot of modern storytelling, especially by Disney. And I think that's really cool to see these boys that, you know. Back in the day when we were kids, if you had two young, even two young kids with this kind of like intimacy and honesty and, and, and like relationship together on screen, people would have had something negative to say about it. And now it's just it tracks as just like kids being kids, just casual. I mean, there's nobody up in arms over Luca. There's nobody. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. What did she do? Oh, you know what? I saw. The... <laughs> I saw the smirk. And I knew that you were up to something, and I didn't know what it was. That's pretty funny. Is that his ham? Did he make that himself? He looks so proud. Yeah, yeah. He's he's real into uh, he's real into cooking meats, just like Mark Zuckerberg. Sorry, boys. We're, we're, sorry, listeners. We're we're looking at something in a Discord channel that you'll never see. Yeah. So, or maybe maybe uh, anyway. maybe we have an episode image. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no tombstone. Lee's meats. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, um, I have sorry. But but yeah, it just, it just there was a few things that were a little bit weird to me. Just just nitpicking, like what kind of monster makes a child eat a giant plate of pasta before a fucking long distance bike ride? You animals! Yeah, but that pasta <laughs> looked tight. That looked so uh, good. Dude. My God, oh, yeah, it looked pretty tasty. I gotta say, it was just charming. It was cute, right? Like Silencio yeah. Bruno. Like, I found myself like it's like <laughs> yeah, like smirking yeah, every like, single time. It like, just it had a lot of heart, man. It was really well written and it had a beautiful ending. Yeah, I, I agree. And and really, all that toxic masculinity they just funneled into Ercole Visconti, the douche yeah. of the, the the town douche, we'll say, uh, who was just proper. Oh yeah, proper hateful. Like yeah. you just it was. You're like, oh, that's the guy I'm supposed to channel all my rage towards. Yeah. I got you. Okay, cool. It, it used to be like even like the you know the the male protagonist or the like the main male character of the Disney movies would have like some of those traits. But he, he's rough around the edges, but he's got a good heart. And now it's just like these are just genuinely kind-hearted people from start to finish and you see them go on a journey where you know like they're 
it's it's not any less satisfying because it's not like this giant transformative thing. The world changes right. around them through getting to know them instead of them having to like have some great epiphany and become a better person. And I think that's like a lot of the old Disney cartoons were written in a different time where like nursery rhymes were about the Black Plague. It was you know it was okay yeah. it's okay to kill Bambi's mom and watch that shit when you were like five years old. It's like oh it's Disney don't worry. like but. I don't know. I, I love what Pixar has been doing recently. I think this is one of, you know, I would prefer to watch this or have my kids someday watch this over the Little Mermaid, right? Because what's the narrative of that one? You know, if you're different, if you're different, you got to change, change for a yourself. man. Change yeah. yourself. So you got you to change like if you. you want. Yeah, you got to change if we want men to like you. Like, yeah. well, I don't want my little girl watching that. I don't have a little yeah, girl. But, but yeah, but they have, a char- <laughs> they have a charming uh, crab who does a racist uh, Jamaican accent the entire time. Yeah. What, what's the matter? Well, I don't, I don't know if a crab can be racist. <laughs> Well, crab can't be, but the accent, <laughs> pretty shitty. I, yeah. I, can you I imagine thought it was... Sebastian just dropping hard end bombs? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be so right at, right at the end, right it. before the credits roll, yeah. boom, and then it's just done. Credits, oof. Yeah. Disney, why? Why would you do that? It looks directly into the non-existent <laughs> camera. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I, I didn't, I didn't, it was okay. Like it was, uh, no, right. it was like, it was good. It was good. It was, it was more than okay. It, I would classify it under like the, um, like brave category where it's like well animated story was good, but it wasn't like, there was no like overarching lesson, uh, that sticks with you. Like there wasn't like Coco or like, um, uh, God, I love Coco. Coco is, yeah, it's excellent. Or up or any of those like it, it was just kind of like it was a very very cute movie very well animated color palette was incredible uh, voice acting was incredible but it was just like it was a cute movie and a year or two from now I'll probably forget everything about it. That's that's fair yeah. But I did like right. Silencio Bruno I don't know that was nah. kind of addictive. <laughs> I feel like in the beginning it definitely had me way more like it had way more personality in the beginning and then like I think the backdrop of like. A- a marathon or whatever you want to call it to, to Cathalon was like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not super interested in what's going on here. I don't like, I know they want a Vespa scooter, but also y'all could just steal one, right? You're going to steal one yeah. and go away. Nobody knows you here. Yeah. Let's go back into but, the ocean. Like you're but, fine. But that, that, that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be a lesson learned, right? They had to learn that it's okay to be yourself. I think, I mean, it's, it's obviously it's meant for a younger audience than most typical Pixar fanfare is. And we talked about that like last week and earlier, even in this podcast, but I mean, you know, for 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 you know age group you know what like three and up it's probably you know it's probably the next the next trolls or whatever the fuck the kids are watching yeah and I gotta uh, Luca good good job with your fast food tie in marketing because my son has had Luca toys for like three weeks because we got him a Happy Meal like two, like two fucking weeks ago and they had a little Luca toy so he was ready. And I was like, oh, shit, Luca came out today. Do you want to watch it? And he was like, oh, yeah. And he went and got it's his like, toys. He's like, fuck yeah, Dad. He's like, I'm, I'm on the ground floor of this bitch. You guys ready? Um, all right, I wish, so I we wish our kid really talked like that, though. Like, <laughs> like, oh, shit, Luca came out. You want to watch it? He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, bitch. Throw that shit on. Hell yeah, Dad. Hell yeah. Dad, you want to blaze yeah, first? Yeah, Dad. <laughs> hell yeah, Dad. Blaze you want to rip some dunks and watch Luca, Dad? Fuck yeah, Dad. <laughs> Slunkin' dunks. Slunkin' dunks. <laughs> All right. Uh, last but not least, we have the third episode of the Loki series, uh, which I, I've been off this week, so it feels like I watched it last week, but it was just a couple of days ago. Um, 
where we see Sylvie and Loki together on a doomed planet. It's uh, basically one of the apocalypses. She she wanted to hide in Lamentis is the planet's name. And uh, the whole movie follows just the two of them around as they try to figure out if they're going to sabotage this planet to get off of it, if they're going to help this planet to get off of it. it ultimately ends on kind of a cliffhanger that it felt a little unnecessary. I would rather them just wrapped up how they got off of it and then the next week is the next thing. But uh, I mean, I, I still I'm very much enjoying the show. I uh, I liked this episode. They I mentioned last week that I, I thought that a little sneaky a little sneaky do thing was going to be that uh, she wasn't actually a, a female Loki. She was Enchantress, uh, whose name is Sylvie Lushton, if I'm remembering correctly. And it looks like they're kind of doing that thing where they just take concepts in the comic book world and meld them together, mm-hmm. where she is actually a Loki variant, but she's like forging her own personality. She's calling herself Sylvie. She doesn't want to be considered a Loki anymore. Right. Um, and her power set's slightly different. And I just, I like the show because it's, I like the show because of the same reason I've liked other superhero shows that are done well, uh, where they give you a lot of time to dig into the, the, the cracks and the crevices to make you a care about the characters. Um, and B explain things like how Enchantress's mind control works, which I thought was kind of cool as a neat little scene where he's like, wait, so how do you do that? Um, and they, they kind of go through how she like gets in someone's head and like finds a memory and like, a, you know, twists it. Uh, also, and I promise I'm, I'm done monopolizing the mic after this. There's a little reveal in this episode. Uh, Owen Wilson's character had told us previously that those, those people were basically created to work in the TVA and their whole existence was in the TVA. That's not true. Uh, one of the TVA agents, she tries to mind control, had a past life. She's been there for a couple hundred years, but she had a past life. So obviously we knew man behind the curtain, Wizard of Oz or something weird going on with the TVA. Uh, but it was cool to to kind of to f- see how they figured that out, yeah. um, and and I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed it. Scott, how'd you feel about Loki episode three? Um, I loved it. I, I I honestly I I like I like the direction it's taking. I I found out this week though that it's only a six episode run, which has me a little uneasy about the pacing so far. Um, it seems like we've been taking our time building the world, and that's great, but. Uh, we still have, we still have yet to get to the point, which means we're probably going to have to rush it at some point. Six episodes, I, right? I I think I disagree. Uh, it's the third episode, and he just spent an entire episode with the person we thought was the big bad. I f- I feel like if, I think the, it the feels... big bad, but it kind of it kind of pulls back the curtain, like we talked about, right? Like we we now know that the that the timekeepers are going to be the big bad because Sylvie. We see we see flashbacks of of Sylvie as a child, and she even says like I've been in, I've been in captivity my whole life, which means. They sought her out at a point when she was too young to even understand the consequences of her actions, to even understand right. what, what the sacred timeline was. And it raises the question, what are the timekeepers? Do they exist? Uh, could the timekeepers be another Loki, maybe? Since there seem to be so many Loki variants and an obsession on watching and tracking Loki variants. Like, why? Like, granted, the, time, the TV has made up all these other variants that have been, like, you know, mind-wiped and controlled. The only variants we've seen being tracked and acknowledged so far are Loki. And there's got to be a reason for that, right? Yeah. The thought occurred um, to me, I'll say, the thought did occur to me that, like, the timekeepers are Loki. Like, it almost feels like if time is like a circle 
yeah. or he like, eventually succeeds and becomes the time in, in overtaking them. Yeah, that, that yeah. I, I had did have the same thought. I don't know how that would work, but I, I, I will say that during this episode, I had the same thought yeah. that he is somehow like maybe him, Sylvie and another variant are the, the three timekeepers. Yeah. And they don't know. Clearly, they don't know yet, but when yeah. you get there, um, I'm also wondering how this is going to set up multiverse of madness because it feels like it has to, right? Like we know where Wanda is, um, but how do we, like? I've the, had two theories about that. I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, no, I mean the, the thought was during Wandavision, like, oh shit, this is going to be the time, like we're going to see everything go crazy at the end of Wandavision, and it's going to be our lead-in to why multiverse of madness is happening, right? Uh, and then we really got nothing. Everything got wrapped up in a tight little, tight little box with a neat little bow, and we get that post credit scene where she's like communing with with a force that may be Mephisto, maybe another otherworldly demonic force. Um, and it feels like it's now on these next three episodes to bridge that entire gap, right? Because we're not getting anything else between uh, Multiverse of Madness and this, are we? Is it Multiverse of Madness? Like the, I mean, we're getting Shang-Chi, but, but Multiverse of Madness, I believe, comes before the new Spider-Man, right? I'm pretty sure. I have to look it up. The new... Sp- um... Maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. I, I actually think the new Spider-Man comes first. Yeah, the new Spider-Man comes first because Spider-Man's this year in December. Oh, and Multiverse of Madness is March twenty fifth. still don't have a fucking trailer. <laughs> Pieces of so shit. So I, I had floated... Th- that's true. I had floated this before. And so I think there's, there's either two ways the show of Loki can go. And that's either A, they're setting up this kind of bigger arc with multiversal stuff that's going to, I think, be wrapped up between... Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, because I don't think the MCU is going to go on infinite paths forever. It would be too much for them to corral into a, a storyline. So I think they're going to be like, oh, the, here's the multiverse. Oh, something's fucking wrong. And then between Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, they kind of fix it, slash get, get, get all the shenanigans out of their system, and then we're back to some semblance of one timeline. Or uh, Loki's sole existence as a series is to just kind of get the Marvel fans used to the idea of a multiverse and whatever happens in Loki gets wrapped up in a nice little bow because it's a standalone series. And then from there we go into Dr. Strange having already kind of understood how multiversal stuff works in the MCU. I'm really not sure which one they're going to take just because it's a TV show. I would think maybe the second kind of like a more of a standalone thing that doesn't have something directly related to it so much as like tangentially in Dr. Strange and and Spider-Man, but we'll see. I mean, I, I hope I hope that it does. I just, I'm not sure. Is this, is this just one, is it a limited series the same way Falcon Winter Soldier was, or is this potentially going to get other seasons? They're being very coy about it. It it, it feels like this, out of all the shows we've watched for the MCU so far on like Disney plus, this one has the most potential to be long form. Granted, they're telling a story right now that's compartmentalized, uh, but it it still has me wishing they would have done something in the vein of sliders or X-Files or quantum leap where it's like, him jumping or like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. yeah. I, I understand that why they're not, but if they're, if they're doing this big continuous story to not set something up, it's going to feel like a waste to me. You know what I mean? It, because this format works so well for weekly episodic conclusions. Well, yeah, you literally be in a different environment every yeah, day. Yeah. Like, you know? it, like, it, it, and the, and so far we have been, we, but, but, but it's still this overarching story. And the thing is like, are they going to pull an X files with this where the first seasons, you know, very, straight and narrow and then eventually it branches out because like, there it seems like there's unlimited possibilities unless the big twist is you are the timekeeper you know what i mean like right if, if they if they go that route it kind of it brings us to a conclusion that we can't rightfully have, see him continue with 
You know, he's not he's not going to work for himself knowing what he's going to become. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, why wouldn't he? He'll, he'll just overthrow himself in an endless loop and become the new one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a, Dor- I, um, a Dormammu, I've come to bicker scenario. <laughs> one of my favorite lines you've ever made. I, I think i to be honest with you. Thank you. Uh, we haven't really let Derek give thoughts on it yet, but I, I will point out one thing. Uh, I, I thought this was an extremely Loki-esque plot device where they're very both they're both of them are very charming and likable characters obviously uh they're on the train and they're having a great time and you're having a good time watching it and they're just casually talking about how they're going to like like ruin the only chance any of these people on this planet have to to escape so that they can get out and you're like oh you you're doing something really fucking shitty you're planning to do something really shitty i should not like you but this this seems just a joy so i'm having a good time um derek how'd you feel about episode three uh, I liked it. I actually did like this one. Uh, not at first, but it kind of found its footing to me in this episode. Um, I still think the thing that I said about the first episode, I still think that some of the shots go on way too long. Like sometimes you get to a point in a scene where it's like, we've gotten the point of what they're doing right now. Like go to the next thing. Like you don't have <laughs> to fill out 45 minutes. Just like, make every scene interesting like it you shouldn't be going for like longevity like i don't understand that philosophy in uh you know show production um but no it it was good um i think a lot of it has to do with sylvie being just adorable i am just in love with her she's incredible she is awesome yeah she's yeah great her character is really interesting we don't know much about her backstory but what she's given of us given us uh, makes me want to know more. I think that her interaction with Loki is great. Um, one yeah. thing that I said last weekend uh, was, or last week was that um, uh, Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston have great chemistry on, on screen. Oh, 100%. Um, and uh, in this episode, it was him and I don't know the actress's name, unfortunately, it's Sylvia the, uh, De Martino. Uh, that. And now I'm starting to realize, all right, Tom Hiddleston just knows how to have good chemistry with other actors on screen. Yeah. Um, he just yeah. seems like he must be a likable dude. Or something yeah. Because- the the lines just bounce like they're just so um yeah. but that being said there were some scenes like the one on the train where they're going back and forth i was like holy shit like just go to the next thing um <laughs> one thing that did not last too long was that tracking shot at the end of the episode now i know a lot of this is green screen but it still yeah doesn't really make it any less impressive that really every actor and cameraman and lighting person Everybody on scene has to be in the right spot at the right time, and you can't fuck up one part of it. It was a good, like, two and a half minutes long, I think, which is impressive for... Uh, I don't think we've really seen tracking shots like that in Marvel shows or, or movies. Well, so. much like the Daredevil show, there's a couple Ooh. sneaky edits in that. Um, I, yeah, I, actually, I remember I was, there was one, yeah, he, like, runs by real quick, and the camera sort of whips, and I, I figured that yeah, was Yeah, I was watching a breakdown of, uh, you know, as I do, because I have nothing better to do with my life. Uh, it's like they're running through the scene, like, they are impressive shots regardless, but they're, they're running through the scene, and then they cut a corner, and then, like, uh, uh, an extra walks by the camera, and that's, like, one of the wipes. That's one of the cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's there's another one where like a like CGI something falls in front of the there's a couple like clever like CGI edits but it, I mean the the shot's pretty impressive nonetheless it, it it makes you feel like you're running with them the whole time and yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's it's really well done I th- I thought I liked it a lot well that's even also, like Birdman the, the, in 1917 it's like there are a lot of cuts throughout it doesn't make yeah. it any less of a spectacle it doesn't make right because it, it doesn't because they do them cleverly yeah. and you can't 
tell that they're there, and so someone points them out to you, just like the Daredevil thing. Um, plus, I, I when we were watching the the them in the town running in that final scene, I, I remember just looking over at my wife and being like, "The show looks really good. Like you can tell they're putting like decent budget into it." Yeah, because uh, it looks just film quality. It's it's really well done. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything else. Yeah, no, I, this is the first one that I, I really and even Veronica has been watching it with me and we've largely been at the same spot for like one and two. Like she was kind of like, yeah, it was, it was OK. Uh, we both liked this episode like it was it was enjoyable. I don't think it was great or anything, but it was definitely good. Well, good. I uh, I love the cliffhanger. I, I know that I know that. Again, like the, the, the little kid in you that wants to open his presents on Christmas yeah. Eve hates, well, hates the I cliffhanger, mean, but I but, am that guy, so. Oh, I, I completely understand, but I, I think this, this episode did it like it's, it did it well, right? Like you were like, we're, you were talking about how like they're charismatic, they're like, we know they're about to do this terrible thing. But at the same time though, like if this, this wouldn't be an apocalypse where she could get away with existing if everybody there wasn't already going to die. So it's not like they could even sabotage the ship. It was already destined to fail and they find that out when they get there. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. still just the implication of them even thinking about doing something like that. Like this is, this is our was great <laughs> this is our protagonist like like loki's supposed to be like he, we're supposed to be seeing a transformative version of him where he's no longer the piece of shit from uh the battle of new york and it's a reminder in this episode that he's still not far from there like it's easy to get wrapped up in how charismatic tom hiddleston is and immediately love this loki but this isn't the loki we, we saw in thor the dark world or ragnarok or you know what i mean like we have right five five to you know five to seven years with this other variant of loki that we've seen that dies at the hands of Thanos. And this is a reminder, this is not the same Loki, but that he still is so fucking likable at every yeah. turn, even when he's still a piece of, even when he was a piece of shit in the first one, he was charismatic, with the exception of the weird Captain America confrontation scene where, like, Chris Evans says the cringiest line in all of the MCU. You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, there's only one God, and, oh, fuck, what is it? Oh no no no! That's that that's that's not it. That I didn't mind that one. As there much. are so many cringy lines in the first movie. Bro, I'm sorry, I bro, bro, does not hold the, up as the well. The last as time I saw somebody standing above everyone else, we ended up disagreeing. You're like, oh, you met Hitler, but you said it in the yeah. shittiest way possible. Oh, yeah. Welcome, welcome to Joss Whedon's dialogue. It's yeah. all like that shit. Wait, yeah. what was it though? There's only one God, ma'am, and got, what was it? I'm pretty sure he doesn't wear tights. That's it. Oh, oh come on, you know that's cringe. Uh, you know it is. I, I got, <laughs> I, I got I read in my ledger. I didn't hate that. I didn't hate the the the. I got read it, in my ledger. I didn't hate that because it was immediately followed by a fuck this conversation. Like he just dumps out. You're like, all right, <laughs> okay. It was punchy enough, but but Joss Whedon again is the king of cringe, right? Yeah, he's got yeah. the. It's, yeah. it's 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 made for TV. That that's his yeah. dialogue. Yeah. He's he's good at it. Um, also, Loki is now the first canonical bisexual character in the MCU, which apparently it's, I mean, you know, he was also bisexual in, you know, the mythology that's like thousands of years old. So, well, nothing, I mean, he, he, he also there. he also turned himself into a horse, got fucked by a horse, and then gave birth to a baby horse yeah. in the mythology. Let's hope that doesn't Hopefully make its way do that the in show. the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they call that pulling an Amy Schumer. But, all, but, also, but also, like, it, I, I, I would say I know the rule 34 episodes over, but I would say. That this, I mean, it could give us a window into the uh, the social climate of Asgard, right? Maybe, maybe Thor's also bisexual. You know what I mean? God, I can only hope he he could be he could be, he could be pushing <laughs> pushing the Hulk's green old stinker in, right? That that chiseled sculpture of a man. My my wife. I know him down. from fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, did you guys like, uh, it was a little cheesy, but I still laughed because Tom Hiddleston's able to deliver it well. Uh, his ode to, uh, his nod to his brother, where he's like, I like this. And he breaks yeah. the fucking glass on the bar. Yeah. He's like, another. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, all right, boys, I think we're, I think we're wrapped. So we're going to watch Gaia. And mm-hmm. I think Derek and I are both going to watch Halloween yeah. 2018. I'll watch it again, man. I watched it like three days ago and it's so I'll fucking, fucking don't good. Don't threaten me with a it's, good time. Dude, it's, I'm, tell, I'm telling you like, again, like, I'm not going to say that every line of dialogue is perfect. I'm not going to say that there are issues here and there with, with the narrative, but it, if, if you like the original Halloweens, the original John Carpenter Halloweens, this one is perfect in every way. It's a perfect, mm. perfect, like, not a reimagining, but a reimagining uh, to a certain extent. I believe this one starts off where the first one ended, like the original Halloween um like 1987 movie ends. Yeah. And it rewrites the the entire history. Like Michael Myers was never, he was captured that night and he's been in, in a facility ever since. And we see what happens when the dog gets let off its leash again. Right. For 40 years later, I would also like to say that Halloween H2O, although it is not a great movie is fun as fuck. And I'll still watch that movie to this day and enjoy the fuck out of it. I, I've never watched that. I'll oh, never dude. do it. Dude, I did back great. in the day. I don't remember anything about it. It's got, it, it's got Josh Hartnett in it, man. And if there's one thing we know about Josh Hartnett, oh, yeah. it's that he's a honey, right? Yeah. Whatever happened to that Swedish. guy? Why can't yeah, he be the new Liam Neeson? I'd watch Josh Hartnett punch a dog in the face, right? <laughs> Jesus. Gladly. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm sorry. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of the gray where like Liam Neeson just duct tapes airplane booze bottles with his fist and then gets eaten alive I- by wolves. So that one had a happy ending, right? Yeah, surprise! Yeah. The thing you thought was going to happen when he crashed happened anyway. Yeah, it only, it only uh, took two and a half hours, right? Jesus yeah. fucking Christ! Yeah. Who said sit for, there for, and a 50, wait for it? Yeah, it only took two and a half hours for a fifty-five-year-old man to you know dive succumb by, to <laughs> succumb to exposure, right? A <laughs> uh, little housekeeping item before we wrap up: Zack Snyder's Justice League coming to four K Blu-ray in September. If anybody is interested, mm. I don't have a fucking four K TV. Or I lied. I have a Blu-ray player because I have a PS4. Um, uh, it doesn't yeah. play. It doesn't play the fancy new ones though. I discovered well, then that. The fucking hard don't way. have either. Yeah. You, you, you got to wait to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy, aren't you? Yeah, we we just own that, but we just don't have the thing to play that. It's kind of a nightmare, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen the screenshots and they look beautiful. Now, do, are these is this like the extended director's cut in 4K? Oh yeah, 100. percent oh, Yeah, with God. all the commentaries. And so, whatnot, so, so, so that that that's that's like a, a what like 14 hour viewing experience, right? Literally, yeah. Because so I, I, I know Return uh, of the no, King is like five, uh, five hours long, isn't it? Like Return of the King, like five I think, and a half. I think Two Towers and Return of the King are about four and a half each. So okay. you're talking nine, and then I think uh, Fellowship is three and a half. So like 12 and a half hours. Okay. AKA, you can get it done in a day if you don't pee. Or just piss yourself. Mm-hmm. It's generally it's got, the route that I take. Man, it's got to get like an, an OG bedpan, you know, or like yeah. a, no, a, cha- a chamber pot like they had back in like the 1800s. Or just not care about your furniture. Yeah. <laughs> if, you think, if, if you think about it, if you think about it, like peeing in an empty water jug is the new chamber pot, right? It's true. Yeah. So right. all, you're all just those, being a all, traditionalist at that point. Yeah. You know, all those manic depressives <laughs> who don't leave the room, even use the bathroom. You're, you're, you just, you know, one of them retro hipsters, right? You're just bringing it yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, Real Victorian era mm-hmm. style you got there. What, what are those things they used to call with like, bed warmers where they put like hot coals in a giant metal tin and just put it by your feet? What a fucking terrible idea that was, right? <laughs> how many, how many like countesses and know, baronesses? Scott, I've never tried it. I mean, neither have I. 
Now we have electric <laughs> blankets. But but imagine how many baronesses had like third degree burns on their feet, and how many poor like omnipotent servant girls got beat or punched or like had the chamber pot thrown in their face because m- m- lady or madam had her fucking her toes burnt, right? Mademoiselle. <laughs> fucking toes Mademoiselle. You know what's crazy? I looked it up and like toilet paper really wasn't a thing until like 600 years ago. So people were just they- shitting and just walk around with <laughs> shitty butts for like all shitty. of time before. No, they, they had to like rinse their butts with water, right? They had to have like some yeah, kind of like maybe. bidet. <laughs> But it's funny uh, just leaves. imagine a bunch of like pharaohs and kings with poopy butts. <laughs> <laughs> or like a Sweeney Todd whore who like just smells like straight shit all the time. <laughs> uh, and you go down there, you're like, oh god. Yo, can you, oh imagine imagine being someone who's like so like such a fucking piece of shit that like you're you're paying for a prostitute in the sixteen hundreds, but you're also going down on her. Ugh. No, I don't want to. Well, it's a real, you it's a real Schumer down there, butt. huh? <laughs> <laughs> How do they know about this? This is the 1600s. I don't understand. No, you'll get it. You'll get there. Uh, yeah. I got to go pick up Taco Bell dinner. So why don't we say our goodbyes oh, to yeah. the people? And uh, just a reminder, we have to think of a title. So probably something Amy Schumer related. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, don't don't uh, Coomer in the Schumer. Or no, that's, that's too. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we. I don't know why we put up this. We've done everything else under the sun. I don't know why we put this mandate on ourselves to not have coom in the title. But so far, I would say I would suggest have... the title "Don't Coom in the Shoom." <laughs> I'm fine with "Don't Coom in the Shoom." I mean, I, spell it's it not like it says "cum." It's it's you know it's there. Don't coom in the shoom. S S C H O O M. Okay. Don't don't. <laughs> the shoe. Very good, boys. Uh, There's a podcast I, out there called Come Town, C U M T O W N. Come Town, and they're very popular. Yeah, so don't coom in the shoe as an episode title is not. What the hell was that? That's actually the second episode we've had uh, coom in the title. We had the coom. We had the coom blooms. Yeah, we had the coom blooms. Okay, what was it Mister Mister Mister? Mr. Jip. Jip's haggard hands. <laughs> Mr. Jip's haggard hands. God, I can't, I, I still can't remember, like, the, like I can't believe that we just literally Googled Mr. Jip out of that entire list of names, and that he was just a giant cummy mummy. Yeah. I can't fucking believe it. Just a Bukaki behemoth. One of the greats. It was, it was fate that day. Yeah. Uh, every time I get to upload a new thumbnail, I just get to see the library of all the old ones, and every single time I start laughing, because we've had some real ridiculous ones, but enough collectively blowing ourselves. Uh, Derek, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, and maybe Twitch soon. I've actually kind of missed streaming a little bit. Ooh, I think I might ooh, do some, some Castlevania. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I kind of uh, want to watch you do that. Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun. I've been playing uh, Symphony, Symphony of the Night, mm. uh, but I want to get um, some of the others. Uh, but I, anyway, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so for now, on Twitch, or, or I'm sorry, on Twitter, but possibly Twitch in the future, at Dr. Gloom MD, which is D-R-G-L-O-O-M-M-D. Can we, can we get to, to commit to a date for, for one stream, just one <laughs> singular stream? Come on, you can do it. I, I, I literally can't. Uh, I don't can't. put him on the spot. Yeah. He's a brand new daddy. Can't commit to dates like that. It's true. Uh, Scott, I almost called you swear. Ugh, weird. Uh, where can everybody find you at? Call, calling you TCN last night in, in like on the stream where we were playing, like gave me like a weird visceral. I was like, oh, I had to call him yeah. MFD. I couldn't. I couldn't do TCN. <laughs> it's just too. It's too it weird hurts. to not call you by it by hurts. your Christian nickname. Um, <laughs> Christian. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on 
Twitch and Twitter at Swearwolf. That's S-W-E-A-R-W-O-L-F-E. Uh, I'll, I'll be streaming mon- tomorrow night, Monday. By the time, if you listen to this right now, it's Monday. I'm, I'm live all day. Uh, it's my birthday. Shit. I'm going to, I'm going to get a, a Carvel ice cream cake. I'm going to get blackout drunk on tequila. Nice. And, uh, I'm going to put my dick in that cake and tell you guys how it feels. <laughs> live on stream. Yeah. Just Very under good. the table. Yeah. Just like you show the cake and you, and you I'm gonna, like, you drop like, in your uh, underwear. I'm going to see, I'm going to see oh, if I can get the, the people at Walmart to, like, you know, they do those, like those pictures on a cake for you. I'm trying to see if I can get a Schumer cake. I'm going to see if I can do it. This is Amy Schumer's face on it. Uh, hi, could you shoom this cake? Is there any chance you could shoom it? Yeah. I need, I'll I need pay some... extra if you shoom it. Yeah. Uh, uh, just get like the most grotesque picture. I'm sorry. We're like just bashing her for her looks. I feel kind of shitty about it now. Uh, no, 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 no. She's we're, also we're, a no. piece of shit and she steals jokes and material from yeah. other people. who. Like, I was bashing her jokes, for her disgusting so. vagina, which is like 90% yeah. of her material. Like she yeah. always talks about how, how awful her pussy is. So like. We're kind of we're kind of like right there with her, right? We're like we're kind yeah. of like su- we're kind yeah, of supporting we're her art. with her a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is moral support, uh, Chris. Can I ask? Yeah, you, you're welcome, you, Amy. Yeah, can I ask you? How did you feel about Dead by Daylight last night on a scale of math to yuck? <laughs> on a on a scale on a scale of of Schumer to Amy Jo Johnson, how'd you feel about Dead by Daylight? Did you say uh, I only, maybe a- I only had fun when we were winning, <laughs> uh, okay. which is pretty obvious, but. Um, <laughs> I I still am. I said it before I left last night. I still am, am not sold 100 okay. on that game, and here's why: because as of right now, and I also have to go back and clip it because I think uh, I think Rev was telling was talking about how like deep the gameplay could get, and I think I did the zoom in cam on my stream and was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because there's a I, lot of nuances every, to it. There really every is. activity in that game is holding the the fucking button on your mouse, which is fine. If you want to drill every game down to its basics, every game is things on a keyboard and holding down mouse buttons. But uh, I just it felt like. It felt like I was playing a mobile game a lot, if I had to be totally honest, and that sounds a harsher than I mean it, because I did have I did have fun. Um, It was not fun early on to get like an an OP killer because yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 the, the matches are actually zero fun and i wasn't kidding we we lost like the first two or three yeah and i was like but, 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 the next one well, but we probably lost, uninstalled we, we, we lost them matches though because somebody kept fucking up their jennies huh jedi oh i don't want to hear that was not <laughs> it was not 100 my fault anyway hey, so um, smart jedi oh can you, i'm sorry before you sign off can you do me a favor and just check your email check your steam real quick uh, you gifted me yeah. classify. Yeah, can you can you can you can you read that out loud for me? Like I requested in the notes. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't even read what it said. I just said okay. Oh man, Ooh. you're gonna have to wait, 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 wait. Let me see if I can. You definitely uh, can. Hang on. I want to. Uh, I'll I'll pull up. I'll pull up. I'll pull up my email mm-hmm. that says, "Dear MFD, please read this out loud." Quote. <laughs> I am the Lord of soft, wet poops. Service my scrody. Service my scrody. And give me that throaty. I should have read that after I signed off. Anyway, uh, Twitch and Twitter. Uh, TCN plays. That's all I got, boys. Have a good week. Oh, shit. Bye. Have a good week, guys. Don't stop recording. Wait! Who would you kill for your birthday? Oh, oh, um... Oh, shit, you're right. Uh, I mean... (laughs)
the obvious answer is Amy Schumer, right? I don't want her dead, though. I just want her, like, shamed publicly, and I want all of her money to be transferred to my bank account for, like, discovering what she did that was terrible. Right, right. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Good play. Fair, good play, fair, good play. fair, 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 fair. Um, all right, boys. We'll see you next week.